For streaming, creating, gaming, and more, power your passions for less during Dell's exceptional cyber savings event. Enjoy up to $400 off stunning laptops like the XPS, along with high-performance desktops and next-level Alienware systems, redefining what's possible with 10th-gen Intel Core processors. Shop special prices on top-brand electronics and accessories, plus enjoy free shipping on everything. Don't forget to ask for Intel when you call 1-800-BUY-DELL. That's 1-800-BUY-DELL. Hello, it is January 1st, 2019. Wow. When you write down on a check (laughs) or when you write down a date of something, remember to put that nine back there. That's always the classic New Year mistake. Oh my God, I wrote it with 18. It's 2019, and this year is going to be the greatest year of your life, our life, and everybody's life because magic is about to happen for the next 365 days because you can do something that makes you feel good. Ooh. You can do something that makes you feel emotional. Oh, mm-hmm. I like that. Wow. You can do something that makes you feel like a king of kings, and that's gamble at mybookie.ag. <laughs> oh. 365, there's things to bet on. Yep. Over there at mybookie.ag, you can gamble on soccer. You can gra- gamble on baseball. You can gamble on the NHL. It's in season, by the way. Anything to say? Hockey season. Let's go. And that's hockey talk. <laughs> you can gamble on you can gamble on the NFL. It's playoff season coming up. And now you can gamble on a weight loss challenge that's happening in this office. Yes, at mybookie.ag, you can gamble on absolutely everything. And they're the most approachable, relatable gambling website on earth. By far. You follow them at BetMyBookie on the Twitter. They'll respond to every single mention or DM. You got a question about a line, they'll answer it. Your money was misplaced, they'll answer it. You want to know what's going on or see the shit being talked by them to us, they'll answer it at BetMyBookie. MyBookie.ag, promo code PAT, get 50% bonus on your first deposit right now. Because you're at the game of life, why not be in the game of life and make some money off it at MyBookie.ag, promo code PAT. Also, speaking of money. Yep. Upstart has revolutionized how we borrow money by going beyond the traditional FICO score to offer personal loans, taking into account factors like job experience. Uh Diggs, write this one down. Job experience, work at PMI. Got it. Mm -hmm. I'll write you a letter. All all of you, I want you to know I I would write you all a letter recommendation. And I have wrote, written, 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 transcribed. That's not the right. Maybe. I don't know. I think it works. I think it does. Yeah. I said a burp there. Those peanut M and M's. You're gonna hear about. <laughs> you are gonna hear about a lot of them. A lot of them. Anyways, I would write a letter of recommendation for all of you, and I have written a letter of recommendation in the past mm-hmm. uh, if you ever need it. But fi- they go beyond the traditional FICO score to offer personal loans, taking into account like job experience and education when determining your interest rate. Mm. It's quick and easy. Checking your upstart rate is free and has no effect on your credit score. Your upstart rate check. Takes just two minutes, and if you are approved, you can get your funds as soon as the next business day. That's nice. Upon approval, of course. That's nice. Yeah. Wow. I like that. Hey, upon approval. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, let's not go crazy. You need the okay. And here it's in uh, parentheses, mm-hmm. so I think it's supposed to be like an implied thing. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like people should, upon approval. Yes, yes, yes yeah. of course. Got to. Get your funds as soon as the next business day. Upon approval. Got to. You can pay for anything with this. When you're approved for a personal loan with Upstart, the funds are yours and yours alone. Use them to pay off credit cards, consolidate debt, eliminate student debt, even make a large purchase. The choice is yours with your money from Upstart. I love Upstart because they offer personal loans and they don't screw you over like banks and credit unions. Nope. It's the truth. 
Hurry to upstart.com slash heartland to find out how low your upstart rate is. Checking your rate takes just two minutes, and it won't affect your current credit score. Mm-hmm. That's upstart.com slash heartland, U-P-S-T-A-R-T dot com slash H-E-A-R-T-L-A-N-D. And that's where we're live from here in Indianapolis, Indiana. Today's convo is a good one. Hey, how about Gorm yeah, just chewing out the private plane place? <laughs> I mean, someone's going to do it. Uh, I can't walk in there. There's a small little group of people that work in there. I mean, they're going to know that. <laughs> I mean, they didn't have the Wi-Fi, though. It's not It's not Gorm's fault. It's that a very not, important time to have I, that I, Wi-Fi. And Zito can say this. I take a brunt when yep. there's no Wi-Fi. So enough. Of, I'm getting beat up like a dummy here. What was the run? What was the, hey, the line? If it ain't running, we ain't flying. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> a great line. <laughs> By the way, let's say you travel back. You hop in one of them time machines. Okay? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You hop in one of them time machines. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if it's one that you walk into. I don't know if it's a car. I don't know what type of time machine it is, but you get it. Maybe uh-huh. it's a portal like old Cuzzy that could throw the saw blade thing in Avengers. Stewie Griffin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. That's the kind I would Dr. Strange. I just want to be able to just Strange. step Stewie in there. Strange. <laughs> Stewie's, Stewie's time machine is the same. Well, yeah. Studge, you thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Strange. Yeah, yeah that's how it got in. I had another rough weekend. That a boy. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, like that. Like, throw the buzzsaw. It's like yeah, a portal. That's the perfect way to go back. Just step through the hole. You throw like a like a, like a a cowboy throws a lasso. lasso mm-hmm. And then you can maybe even yeah, pull maybe it towards you. Pull it towards you. You jump through the portal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You go like back it. to 2000. Let's go back to 2004. Mm-hmm. Ooh, good okay. year. Good year. Great year. Mm-hmm. 2004, 2005. One of them. Mm-hmm. You hop into a, a blue Jeep Wrangler. Mm-hmm. That's in Plumborough, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. At about seven oh five a.m., mm-hmm. seven fifteen a.m. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that about right? Yep, right yeah. on there. Seven eleven. Seven eleven. That was yeah. Seven eleven. Fifty cent. It's your birthday. Mm-hmm. Mm. Is playing. Go shawty. Mm. Of course. There is a twelve speaker box in the back. Yeah. They don't work though. So no mm. subwoofer. It, it doesn't. Work. Doesn't work. No. It's just a box with two twelves in it. It's for aesthetics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That does yeah. not work. Mm-hmm. It is actually the back seat. Yep. That is the back seat. Yeah, yeah. The box with the two twelves that are definitely indented. There isn't glass at the top. It's mm-hmm. your. A speaker. Sitting on speakers and, almost. Yeah. Right and yeah. for some reason, your turn signals won't work either because your buddy that helped you wire it didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Oh. No, th- I didn't have a buddy that knew how to wire it. <laughs> <laughs> so you just put those speakers in there for no... <laughs> no, it came. Oh, okay. They came with the Jeep. Oh, okay. They came with the Jeep. All right. I'm driving. Okay. This is in Plumborough, Pennsylvania. There's a Diggs in the car. Okay. There's a Diggs in the car. With a Z or an S? Well, it depends on what social media platform. Okay. <laughs> Checking off all the boxes here. Yeah, yeah. And then there's probably a guy named Hambone in there, oh, in the car. Strong name. Okay, blonde guy. He smokes, Hambone. He smokes two packs of cigarettes a day now. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Sounds like a good guy. And you just sit right on the left speaker box in the back while the three of us are in the car, okay, driving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you say, hey, uh, 2018, the guy driving here is going to be... Uh, calling an NFL football game <laughs> at Lambeau. And then the next day is going to have to worry about a PR crisis with a private plane company. And <laughs> <laughs> the other guy in here, the dummy Italian guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. is going to be working in there 
and he's going to have over 50,000 followers, basically, hmm. and they're going to listen to his sports takes. <laughs> and you're going to look at him and go, ain't nobody ever going to listen to that fucking guy. <laughs> I had that moment yesterday, man, when I was on the plane with no Wi-Fi. Uh-huh. <laughs> Because I couldn't do anything. I couldn't do anything. You just right? reflect, but reflect. So I couldn't do anything out there. It's just me and these two pilots. Good people, man. These guys were good guys. Mm-hmm. Goodie bags? Oh, dude, they gave me this. Hey, listen, Jetlinks had no goddamn Wi-Fi on the plane, <laughs> which is a technology issue. Sure. I work in the tech company. I, lo- I work mm-hmm. in a tech company, mm-hmm. basically, and I don't understand a lot of stuff. I mean, that got me in some shit, but, mm-hmm. but well, not really me, but... No, not really at all, but you get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I understand that technology, if technology is the greatest thing, it's the greatest thing. But if it wants to be, it could be the worst thing, Correct. too, right. if you're like oh, yeah. relying. I, I understand that happens. So the Wi-Fi, and also, we're on an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> a flight attendant told me that one time. Yep. Did the pilots uh, at good. least watch the game so they could give you a couple feedback or something? They so what? they did have the game on. They flew over, though, and didn't. they got there like second, third quarter or something like that. So there's a lot of plane checks you got to do. They heard the end of the game, though. Okay. So they heard the end of the game when it was 31 zip, which we will get to <laughs> in the thing. But they were very nice, took my bag. Mm-hmm. The people that did the flyover, okay. the uh, badass Air Force, mm-hmm. they were in there. It was three dudes and a lady. They had their full green uh, oh, jump. That's cool. It was awesome. They were sitting in there. And uh, as soon as I get there, they give me like the a good game, man. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. And he was like, did you see the flyover? And I was like, oh, you guys are <laughs> you guys are the flyover. He was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, that was awesome. And I wanted to, I started asking them. I was like, well, how does that work? The timing, right? Because I've been a part of games where the lady's basically like, oh, and boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's nowhere near right. Like the time is nowhere near right. So I asked him, he's like, oh, uh, they normally give us the time. They do a fly around mm-hmm. in a circle and then they hit that thing running. It was good. I talked to them. Mm-hmm. The Jet Links people, very nice people. They go in there and I walk on the plane and I look and they just have this like box. And it was like a, uh, it, it felt like it was just a, like a gift box to me. Uh-huh. Reese's, like a 16 oh, pack. Wow. <laughs> 16 pack. Pack of Reese's was sitting there. Uh-huh. How many? How many did you dent on the flight? I took down two of the packs, but I took the rest with me. Good man. Yeah, yeah, yeah I fun. stole those directly yeah, out of that. They were a gift. Then there was two family size bags of M M&M, and M peanut M and M. Oh, oh no! Score. Family size, not share, not the small basic, not the even tiny little Halloween kid size, right. mm-hmm. not the the convenience store mm-hmm. peanut M M&M mm-hmm. size, Costco, not the sharing size, <laughs> the family size, <laughs> two of them down there. Oh. Then there was an option for a keto thing over here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was an option. There was like a, a portable protein pack, I think is what it's called, oh, yeah. P three. Yep, yep. It has like a keto. It's a. Like it's a only like four. It only has four grams of carbs in the entire mm-hmm. package. It has turkey, um, some nuts, turkey jerky in there. Turkey jerky. Mm-hmm. They All have right. sunflower mm-hmm. seeds mm-hmm. and they had some other nuts. All a right. lot of them though. Yeah, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So that was definitely an option. Yeah. Well, there's no way you're going over to that side. No, no, no. Whatever, no. what's happening over like, here? What am I, a forager? Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm trying to live in the forest. You got the biggest bag of peanut M Ms you ever seen. And- <laughs> <laughs> I ain't no gatherer. <laughs> I am a fucking hunter. <laughs> Give me the M and M's. So I get in there. I do. I I, I obviously house the mm-hmm. the family size M and M's. That's because once you pop, 
Can't stop. Can't stop. Can't stop. Can't stop. What was that? What was that? Last week, I walked over towards where the uh, peanut M's were. It was in a jar. Yep. Oh. And I opened up, and Connor goes, Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. It was early. It was like 11 o'clock. I was like, You want to set your day on this <laughs> That's what you want to do? So, Drew, you look like a complete <laughs> asshole. <right now. laughs> this is, the, this, this is the, my favorite purchase of my entire life. This, I don't think I've ever suit. worn something. You yeah. look good. You look good. Yeah. yeah. So, space. we'll talk about that definitely at some point. But then I get on the, I sit down. We do the the takeoff thing. Pretty good. They let me know that at high air where they just came from mm-hmm. was quite a ride. So they said we're gonna stay low. Oh, okay, said, we're gonna be a little lower. And I go at that moment. I go, oh, uh, Wi-Fi low. He's no, no. We'll just be a little bit lower than we were. Wi-Fi where? I'm like perfect. So we sit down. <laughs> we take off. I do one last scroll. On the timeline mm, and the mentions one. right before we take off because mm-hmm. you're, you, the Wi-Fi doesn't go until you get to 10,000 feet. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay? On any plane, by Correct. Way, not just private planes. I don't know why. Yeah, I was about to ask. Does anybody know why that is? Why is that? Uh, Closer to satellites? It's the same reason. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. That's why. That's why the <laughs> Wi-Fi is so much better on planes. <laughs> Took a stab at it. <laughs> the old college try. Why is it only? A ten- it screws with the knobs and the whistle. Correct. It's got to be something about I the don't speed. Buy that. That's, that's what, that's what they'll the tell you. Same if that why- motherfucking plane is gonna go down because I I, I open up Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I like to get off that. Motherfucking <laughs> same reason why you have to be on airplane mode. Yeah, yeah, see, I think airplane mode was at the beginning when everybody was. It was like two thousand, the year two thousand, when they thought the computers were going to shut down. Mm-hmm. I think that's how everybody thought. Mm-hmm. They said you could have iPods at one point. You, you remember that? Like, turn that's, off your iPod. I think there was a lot of. Like, I think they want you paying attention to what they're trying to preach ah, about safety instructions. No, I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying that's people, their spin. They're still telling people how to fasten that seatbelt. If they don't know how to figure out that seatbelt, <laughs> let them die. I agree. <laughs> let them fucking I die. I, for one, think car seatbelt should be that. By the way. The, box, the same way as the airplane is, I want my car seatbelt to be the same thing. Well, that's a funny thought, though. If you I crash never. in a plane, you're coming at a way faster speed, right? Hmm. Just a little bit. No, I think they pretty much know you're going to be dead if you're. The seatbelt does nothing on a plane. <laughs> no. The seat back up is my problem. Okay. Let me get a little slouch. Yeah. Let me get like a little slouch. Not on takeoff. I'm telling you, there's some of those. Like you get on like a commercial, obviously, guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 commercial planes, oh, the yeah, regular, the regular ones, right? Yeah, and you have some of them flight attendants who like break out a ruler if your mm-hmm. seat's a little further back <laughs> than the one next to you. They're like, up, up. I'm like, up, up. I don't think. You're... Oh, I must have hit it when I was sitting down. Yeah, that's all. Good. You always gotta act like you didn't. But I get on that plane. We take off. Right a little bit lower. Beautiful flight. The incredible flight. The two pilots were very nice men. No Wi-Fi, right? So no Wi-Fi. My, my last swipe there, so Gorman went and let them know, by the way. That <laughs> oh, yeah. We sure. are not happy about that. Yeah. Gorms? No, they're fine with me. They just fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> so I sit down. This, this might be why I even mentioned it in a group conversation earlier uh, to you. Is because it was the first time where I had nobody to talk to. <laughs> it was literally just me, and there was no way I was falling asleep. I was wide awake. Those two pilots up there were doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Phone's completely off. I don't play <laughs> video games. And there was nothing except for me and my peanut M&M's. Hey, it's lonely at the top, bro. Hey, man. <laughs> lonely at the top. I had, I had nothing. And what'd, that was, you, what'd you do? That was the first time I started like really reflecting on anything. Like All those rock pictures that he posts on those, uh, those planes and like uh, Kevin yeah. Hart looking yeah. out the, and Gary <laughs> V looking out the window. Yeah. Yep. I had like one of those moments. I was looking out the window. I was like, man, this is fucking insane. And then while I was looking out the window talking, I was like... 
This is how Gary Vee gets his photos. <laughs> <laughs> I should set up a thing. I should somehow set up a camera on this for whenever. Oh, I get it now. It all makes sense. And I just started like reflecting on, mm-hmm. on everything. It was an hour long flight and it was insane. And I'm just so grateful for like you guys. Obviously, very, very thankful for you guys every day. I, d- I don't know how I'd be able to deal with me on a daily basis. You guys do. I appreciate that. I was so grateful to the Fox people for letting me do that, man. Because whenever I was thinking about retirement, I had a pseudo agent. Yeah, that yeah. I think Gorms, you gave me the name to, actually. Not just you. There was like four people gave me names. Three of the people gave me the same name. You were one of them. Mm-hmm. So when I didn't have an agent. The last year, I was, I was thinking about retiring. Mm-hmm. Going into the season, basically. Yeah. Going into the season, I'd met Todd. I, I had chatted with him, and I'd done stand up at this point. Ten, I, 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 I did a lot of stand up. I was starting to really enjoy it. Uh-huh. I was starting to fall in love with everything off the field. Didn't want to go to training camp. Didn't want. It was the first year I didn't want to go to training mm-hmm. camp. I, I was like, I don't want to go. I want to continue doing everything else that I'm doing. I didn't enjoy the GM obviously at the time, but I just didn't want to go. And in the NFL, when you're a punter, there's only 30, 32 jobs. Uh-huh. Okay, so there's only 32 jobs. So you got to, like, really commit to that if you want to. It deserves the respect of your mm-hmm. full commitment, full attention. Sure. I think that's a big fucking deal. And I didn't want to go. Uh-huh. I was like, I don't even want to fucking go. I don't even want to go to training camp. I don't know anything about it. Uh, I was living with Sam at the time. I was enjoy- I still am, but I was enjoying, like, just everything off the field uh-huh. more than that. So I started talking to Todd a little bit, and I... I, I had a couple different angles. I was like, if I retire, I think at that point I had maybe 700,000 followers or something like that, 600,000, uh-huh. 700,000 followers. And uh, I, I was like, I don't have an agent, but I need a TV agent who will let me know if any of these networks would just take a shot at me. Maybe mm-hmm. that'll be my next job, right? Yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. goes football mm-hmm. into media if they have any personality at all. If you can speak into a microphone at all, one of these networks uh-huh. hires you. Especially ESPN. A lot of basic, bad-talking <laughs> motherfuckers. Yep, yep. You paid a lot of money by these networks to talk in. There's some very talented people talking into microphones on all platforms, but there's a lot of very terrible humans mm-hmm. talking into microphone, making a lot of money. So in my head, I was like, okay, so that's what I'll do. I, I'm not in love with this anymore. Being in media, talking about football, and doing things off the field is what I'm enjoying anyways. Right. Mm-hmm. It'll be a perfect tie-in. This mm-hmm. will be a perfect tie-in. So this guy, I get this name, this agent, TV agent, he just worked a big deal with ESPN. So I sent him a text. I'm like, uh, hey, I've gotten your name from, and I listed off the names that gave me his name. Mm-hmm. I was like, is there any way, if I was to retire after this year, go to the Pro Bowl and retire after this year, would anybody, would any of the networks want anything to do with me, you think? And I sent him like some of my information and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I sent him my stand-up, 90 minutes of stand-up, first time on the stage, mm-hmm. no paper, no big deal. Sent that to him. Did the whole thing. He came back to me the next morning. It was like, ah, nobody would be interested. A lot of quick answers. A lot of quick answers, he said. Quick answers is exact words. So I was like, oh, okay. I I told him I expected it, though. I I kind of expected that because none of the networks would let me on TV when I was in the game anyway. So I would be, I'd be crushing it on social media, but none of the networks, except for NFL Network, by the way, who let me on a show that they canceled. And then never called me back. <laughs> but they, no networks said they would give me a shot. So me and Todd started talking, and we were going to build our own app. I was yeah, going to build my own app. I was like, you know what? I want to love what I'm doing again. I loved when I was in the NFL, like for six, seven years. I want to just love what I'm doing. I want to be excited to go to work. I want to do this thing. And we start building the app. And um, it's it becomes a point where we were just going to, 
make the app, make content on there, and just wake up every day creating things. Right. Right? Yep. We're going to do stand-up. Mm-hmm. We're going to make podcasts. We're going to do this. Mm-hmm. Dave obviously caught wind, gave me a shot, said, hey, we just want to help you pay for it, basically. We want to do business for you. We want to teach you the internet. Dave Portnoy was really the only media member. And I was writing this last night on my phone. He was the only media member that had any vision of what I could be or what we mm-hmm. could be. Oh, yeah. He saw right away. Wanted to invest yeah. the whole thing, right? Knew that I wouldn't fit in in New York, basically. He was very excited for me to run my own operation out here. They just wanted to handle the business. And I thought about that last night, and I was like, man, Dave Portner, that motherfucker, really the only guy that gave mm-hmm. me a shot. Then there's Michael Cole with the WWE Network who lets me do it, mm-hmm. and I'm so thankful for them. And then for the last three months, I've just been shaking hands with all these people who make all these decisions, and they've all been very nice. Everybody's been very nice to me, but nobody's really given me a shot. Mm-hmm. And then Fox pulled the trigger and let me do a game at Lambeau. I am so grateful for that. I am so, so, so. And then the Detroit Lions who I'm friends with their special teams guy, oh, yeah. Devin Fitzsimmons. He was, he's not their head guy. They fired the special teams coach. He's not their head guy. They didn't bring it. They just made the assistant in charge, but they didn't name him mm-hmm. the head guy or whatever. Friend of mine. Prater is a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Sam Martin's a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. They deliver a gift. <laughs> Dude, I said if I, if, we could have, if I could have bet on that, that was, a, that was almost the most universal guarantee of all time yeah. that something like that was going to happen. They delivered a gift to me. Yes. That was a mother... That was... As soon as I see it happening, you hear me go, ooh! Yeah. Like you, it's yeah. exactly how I am. It's exactly how I am. And I, I say this not as like a... a I'm not embellishing at all. That is exactly how I am when I'm sitting on these couches over here watching six TVs for the last year and a half on Absolutely. Sundays. That's exactly what I'm like. Just, oh, it was genuine. Just waiting for a... Touchdown. Yeah, you call it touchdown that, like two seconds. And that move was perfect because I was listening to you guys and I'm looking at my phone because I'm thinking, okay, here we go. He's a kick. And then I heard the, oh! And I'm, instantly, <laughs> I'm up on the TV like, what? What's going to happen? And that beautiful fucking moment happened. It was and in my head while I'm doing it, by the way, so there's some rules that I've been learning over the last couple of days. Like play-by-play, play, makes the call of the play, mm-hmm. then you chime in afterwards, right? And it's obviously when you're sitting on a couch very high doing it with your <laughs> cell phone, there's no rules. You can just do whatever you want. So as soon as I see the ooh, and then I, you hear me go, touchdown, let's go! <laughs> <laughs> they had to turn my microphone. They like turned my microphone down so the guy could call it. <laughs> and then I, I heard like nobody talking, and I was like, all right. Here we go. And, <laughs> and in my in the back of my head, I was like, this is exactly like motherfucking for the brand videos. <laughs> so while I'm doing it, just like I do, because I only my my for the brand videos are only one take every single time. Mm-hmm. If it takes me more than one take, I don't do it. And I enjoy the pressure that I kind of put on myself to finish it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like in the back of my head, while I'm doing it in Lambo, is the same conversation I'm having with myself in these TVs over here. It's like, yo, this is gonna be a good one. You only get one <laughs> shot at this. Do not fuck this up. And I went rolling and I got so close, so close. Until I didn't know the exact score. <laughs> you, to make this a 13. God. And in my head, I'm like, blew it. You fucking blew it. And then every time I listen, because obviously it's done pretty well, that video. I listened to it. I listened to it a couple of times. And you hear, I was like, yep, you can fucking hear me lose it. <laughs> the whole conversation's happening in my head. Like, oh, you fucking blew it right there at 13. It was, uh, it was no, so. I thought cared. you saved it. <laughs> 
It was yeah. a magical moment. You man. tied a boat on with the magical at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before they went to break. See, yeah. it was. Uh, I appreciate that. That means a lot. But I'm so thankful for Fox letting me do that. And I would. I would not guarantee that I will be in a booth next year. <laughs> By the way, I would not guarantee it. After all, I, I would, but I would hope. Yeah, I'd I would bet hope. on it. But were you glad that your first one was at Lambeau? In the fucking cold, in the open booth. December. Like the old, it just had such a nostalgic feel of seeing you guys in your fucking winter coats. <laughs> I didn't know. Great coat, by the way. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That ended up, That's a good looking coat. Four or five emails happened for that jacket because <laughs> I didn't have like a winter dress jacket. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I only have like big ridiculous jackets. <laughs> yeah. So going into the, I found out on Christmas I was calling that game. Mm-hmm. So going into that game, I didn't know if I had to go buy. I was like, so I was sending emails like, uh, I don't know how to ask this question. Do I have to go buy a jacket right now? They're like, oh, we might be able to get you winter jackets from LA or whatever. And I was like, okay. And then like a day happened, then another day happened. It was like Friday, or it was like uh, Thursday. I was mm-hmm. leaving on Friday. Did I leave? No, when I. Yeah, was- you left Friday. Friday morning. Yeah, I was leaving on Friday. Mm-hmm. So it was Thursday then at like three o'clock. I sent an email like, hey, uh, any chance these jackets are coming in? And no answer. So me and Sam go and buy a jacket. <laughs> so I got like this dope. Peek up. Oh, I got like this dope black jacket. And right after, I couldn't have been less than four minutes after I bought that. <laughs> couldn't have been no less than four minutes after I bought that thing. Get an email. Winter jackets from LA coming. I'm like, okay, good. Okay, good. Well, you so, need, you need yeah, you got one now. So I wore that jacket around Lambo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mm. I look like a classy motherfucker. Dude, I, had, I had them <laughs> slippers. Tell you what. I had them slippers. I bought the scarf that with same the night. Great scarf. Yeah. Yeah, that, that played well with the fox coat. The peacoat scarf look is, is almost uh, undefeated. All so time. let's remember that I can't tie a tie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Sam Roberts has to tie my tie for the WWE Network. Yep. I didn't want to have that question with somebody at Fox. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, can somebody tie my tie? Because mm-hmm. I feel like that would not give me a good one-up yeah, with yeah, Fox. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, scarf, we'll just bury it. We'll just bury it with the scarf. So that was the idea with the scarf was, I won't have a tie on. We'll just bury it with the scarf. Good look. Perfect. We walk into the booth, though, mm-hmm. before the game, and they have it completely closed. Yeah. And there was a heater in there. <laughs> so we walk into the booth, and it's like 60, 65 degrees. Still chilly, but it's still mm-hmm. 60, 65 degrees. I'm like, oh, no. I don't have a tie. <laughs> I'm going to have to wear this fucking... I'm going to have to take the jacket off and just have this button all the way up, black button up, basically. <laughs> so then we go to the food. We come back, and it's wide open. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew it was going to be cold here. I knew it was going to be cold here. Thank so God. For that call on the Prater touchdown, you oh, said yeah. that there was silence. I figured it being a prayer touchdown that those two would have just both looked at you immediately for you to call it. So right. I wasn't looking. It was tough to look at them, right? And there yeah. was that spotter in the booth, too. He mm-hmm. had some TV time, that guy. Yeah, oh, quite a bit. Brett. Brett's his oh. name. He was a good guy. He was a good guy. Good spotter. Because I'm so far away, I I can't really get the benefits of the spotter. Mm-hmm. So, But that spotter, I guess, has a very important Now, gig. was he sitting in between you guys the whole time? Yeah, he was. that was his position the whole time because he's – so for, I guess – this has been interesting to learn, all the behind-the-scenes stuff, by the way. The amount of shit that goes into calling a game is mm-hmm. insane, by the way. The amount of knowledge and questions and this. It's it's very fascinating. It's mm-hmm. just like when you get, I got behind the, for the WWE. You know, mm-hmm. I got to see behind it. It's very cool to see how the, the, uh, how the wheels production, turn. How the sausage is made. There it is. There you go. Hey, what did you go with? I said wheels how the wheels turn. Not bad. Not yeah. bad. But sausage made is the cle- yeah. 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 Oh, I had some good sausage over there. <laughs> <laughs> this looks damn good. At Mason Crosby's uh-huh. bar. Mm. Anyways, so <laughs> the um 
the spotter learning about all these little positions is pretty interesting because mm-hmm. I've never like the press the press interview that we did with the player the pre production interview that yeah. happened mm-hmm. like I've never been asked to one of those so I have no idea how those go I have no idea how those are supposed to go but we had to travel to Lambeau on Friday to meet and we met with Aaron Rodgers we met with Joe Philbin we met with Kyler Fackrell mm-hmm. and Aaron Rodgers is the first one in there okay <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is the first one so we're sitting in their media auditorium it's like a team meeting room mm-hmm. okay so it goes up they got the camera on top but it's only five of us from fox sitting in the room with a table so now we got to figure out how to sit here Mm -hmm. because we can't just go five across with aaron to our left so we stacked right a couple in the front row a couple in the second row and then aaron would sit in the front joe would sit in the Mm -hmm. front so that was an interesting little thing okay so i end up sitting right in the middle of the second row Mm -hmm. so aaron Rodgers walks opens the door it's just a little door on the side of like a auditorium basically like a theater Mm -hmm. he opens the door and just looks at me and starts laughing (laughs) (laughs) and then walks over he shakes everybody's hand i met i went in for a handshake he went over (laughs) (laughs) he went to somebody else and then he came to me at the end with like a dap up i'm like my man thank you we sit down and uh he and i just had a conversation for like uh like five minutes before mm-hmm. anything started. And then we got into like the real production meeting. It was so interesting listening to like the, just the way those conversations go. What kind of questions? Well, that's what, so like the analysis, like Robert Smith is asking like real, like, hey, when this happens, mm-hmm. what are you looking for? Then you're hearing things come out of Aaron and you're like, oh shit, I didn't even think about all that. <laughs> like I didn't even think about all that. And then I was asking questions mm-hmm. just about like, you know, hey, a lot of drama happening right now, right? I, I, wanted, I treated it just like a, Interview. I treated mm-hmm. it just like an interview. Mm-hmm. I treated it exactly like an interview. And Aaron, man, he's good, dude. He is really good. One his 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 goal this year. My first question was, okay, week seventeen, no coach, no playoffs. Mm-hmm. Why is this a huge game, right? Mm-hmm. And he went into this run about how he wants to be respected in the locker room. Mm-hmm. All he cares about is the respect of his peers. He, if he's a leader, there's no way he can not play in a game that doesn't matter like how is he supposed to ever talk to his teammates after that mm-hmm. how he, he didn't by the way <laughs> yeah, yeah did he wink after he said all that or not? he played yeah very hard too he took that hit hey, it was certain, over at a certain point in time you got to be nice. sign your health all right what about, what about ct in the yeah, future yeah. exactly <laughs> you think the guy who said in the interview by the way he said that he would challenge mcveigh in a memory contest if he wanted to Ooh. and then i asked him i said well is jeopardy ever gonna let you go against normal nerds instead of just celebrity nerds <laughs> and he said i would like to he said i would like to do that aaron is a very Cerebral? Hey, no, not cerebral. I think he's just like smart. I think he's a fucking genius. I think he is a very, very, very smart guy. Because Robert Smith asked him a question about a guy, and he called back like just like McVeigh did, Mm -hmm. like in uh, I think it was like week two last year. He did this thing, blah blah blah, and then the person checked it was like, yeah, it was a (laughs) hundred percent. It was just like it was a very interesting thing listening to him speak about how he wanted to be respected in the locker room. And I, then I followed up with, like, when you were hurt, is that something you thought about? Like, it's going to be hard to be a leader if you're missing seasons because you're hurt? And he was like, absolutely. And he dug into this story about how he was, when he was away, how he was questioning himself and all this stuff. And mm. he would hear, yeah, it was a very it was a very interesting, very interesting thing. And then the McCarthy conversations, how McCarthy goes, so now it's, it's basically a lot of, not, I don't want to say inside the building, but outside the building, everybody's eyes are, okay, if McCarthy's gone, then Aaron, it's his mm-hmm. Aaron's thing. Mm-hmm. And he talked about how he, he feels that, he wants to be that and all this stuff and how he wants this accountability factor kind of brought back in and all this. It was, 
it was a very, very professional conversation. And it was, I wish we could, like, I wanted to tell Fox people almost. We need to record this. Like, yeah. yo, yeah. you guys are trying yeah. to do digital shit. Like, this is the digital shit that you guys are trying to they do. They should. I, it made yeah. no sense to me. Do they say stuff that they're not supposed to say? And, like, they can't let They it say out? stuff that, uh, about the game plan. Oh, okay. So uh, there's okay. stuff about the game plan that they give a heads up to, basically. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, this could potentially happen. This could potentially happen. Mm -hmm. And I was told, like, on numerous occasions, like, anything they say in here, you are not allowed to tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Hey, there's a fake coming tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Did you bring up Danico at all? Uh, no. What did you no, say? No, no, I didn't. I, it, was, it, it was a much more... Um, oh, damn. It was a more football... Time and place. Yeah, yeah. It was wants, more yeah. football mm -hmm. related. Football. I think he he said he mentioned something. There you go. Seems like that's a really blossoming, like a good the way the way he mentioned it in the answer that he gave made me go, oh, they really good. Spot. Oh, there's something there. Yeah, that's they, real. Yeah, in my head, it wasn't my question, so I was just kind of like. I was listening, but I was like, oh, what can we go with next? You know, like you're always trying to see how we can continue the conversation in a flowing manner as opposed to just like a multiple choice, mm -hmm. how we do that. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm like listening to every word he's saying. And then he said something about it in my head. I was like, oh, he was talking probably for another minute, but I was just thinking like, ah, ah, good for Aaron. He's <laughs> 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 like, got a real good for Aaron here. It was cool. And then Joe Philbin comes in. He yep. laughs. Same, as soon as he opens the door, he laughs on his way in. And we have a full conversation with him about how he enjoys, like, those are his people, he says, basically. Like, Green Bay's my people. I went to Miami. It was a lot different. Mm -hmm. Green Bay is my people. I, I really like this place. He's not, I don't think he's expecting to be the head coach at all, but he is definitely said, like, yeah, I would be honored to be a head coach here. Mm -hmm. Basically all the things you would think about. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I asked him about how meeting him, versus my perception of him, was one of the biggest drastic changes I've ever had in my entire life. Normally, my first impression of a human will last for a long time. Mm -hmm. Normally, a pretty good reader on things. But with Joe Philbin, whenever he got signed to the Colts, uh, I was with Vontae, obviously. Vontae's mm -hmm. in the training room. Mm. And uh, he signs with the Colts, and everybody just turns to Vontae and goes, Vontae! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really know. I didn't really know because I hadn't watched Hard Knocks, but everybody else, right? And they go like, uh, hey, Philbin's coming. He's like, man, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He just, you know, he's a good guy. Hey, did, you, did you see his commercial, why he quit the game, why he walked? Yeah, yeah. Fantasy, Fantasy one? Yeah. I thought it was a wild PR move. <laughs> yeah. it was a wild PR move, but he probably got paid well, so good for him. But so then I went back and watched the hard knocks after that whole situation. People were telling me, like, the trainers who are very hilarious humans were like, Oh, you got to see it. He gets straight and Vontae goes, I got to call my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> you got to, you have to see it. So I went back and like binge watched it basically. Yeah. And I thought Joe Philbin was just like the most dull, terrible. I'm like, God, this fucking guy's coming in here. Mm -hmm. And then the London massage happens where he's in the room. And then after that, it was like every day we had some sort of conversation. And my thought of him completely 180. It was complete because he's just a dry sense of humor human, like a very dry human. So the Hard Knocks doesn't do him well, right? So Hard Knocks will not do Joe Philbin's comedy justice. Right? You need him to grow on you. Yes, yeah, exactly. Okay. You need yeah, to yeah. know what's coming. Yeah. Like you need to know how... 
like what he's saying and how you should take it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like he's a shit talker, but it's very subtle and very polite. But he is absolutely talking shit on you. Know? He's Mask from guy. yeah, I think he's from Winchester. Yeah. Uh, no, he went to Worcester Academy. Worcester, Worcester, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, Worcester, Worcester. Oh, oh, Worcester. Um, but yeah, so I asked him that question and he laughed and he laughed. He said, uh, I don't know if that was a compliment. <laughs> it, was just like, it was the perfect line for him to say back. And he was like, he's found himself being more himself mm-hmm. in this role, right? Uh, As, well, at the Green Bay. He's found himself being more himself. He's keeping, and then I asked Kyler Fackrell about him being a head coach. He's talking about how team meetings are light. Everybody kind of gets him and it's been mm-hmm. a cool thing. And Aaron obviously talked very highly about him publicly and stuff like that. So I don't think he's expecting it, but those conversations are very interesting to be in. And I, I was the whole time we were in, I was thinking the Fox, like, do you know how many views, <laughs> wow. you know how many views this would get oh, this conversation destroy. right here? Yeah. It, it, it's a podcast. Basically. Yeah. It's a podcast with, it, it would crush. Yeah. Now, granted, they'll probably, the NFL would not allow it. I mean, mm. Somehow somebody would not, I don't know how many, Things red tape would have to get cut. Right. They would probably have to have final approval on the editing of it and all that stuff, which mm-hmm. is cool, by the way. Even if they do mm-hmm. want that, it's cool. But then we got it with Detroit now too, right? The next day, right? So we go with Detroit, and I don't really know. I don't know Matt Patricia. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know of Matthew Stafford. We have common friends, but I don't know Matthew Stafford mm-hmm. and Darius Slay. I don't know him, so I didn't know how it was going to go, right? And Matt Patricia opens the door. He gives like a smile while looking at me and then puts his head down. He was like kind of, uh, it, it, was a, it, it was an interesting thing. And then he shakes my hand and I'm like, uh, Coach Patricia, honor to meet you. And he said, no, no, honor to meet you. And I was like, <laughs> all right, here we go. This is going to be a good conversation. But I couldn't, I had my fucking big jacket on. Okay. I had my big jacket on and I couldn't take it off. And we're in this conference room in a hotel because I had gone to Town earlier and the only hoodie I had was this one. So I had a sleeveless hoodie on underneath the uh, the jacket, and I got back from Title Town as our car was leaving to go to Appleton, Wisconsin, which is where they were staying, which is a 20-minute mm-hmm. drive. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get a chance to run back into my hotel room to change my shirt. So I had a sleeveless hoodie on and my peak coat on, and Matt Patricia earlier in the year had yelled at reporters for not for slouching. <laughs> so there was like, there's no way I can walk into this with a sleeveless hoodie on. So I kept my peak coat jacket on the entire time. So I'm just sitting in this conference room in the bottom of the Detroit Lions Hotel, sleeveless hoodie on, peacoat on, jeans, and I'm obviously perspiring, right? I'm obviously sweating. Just going through this entire conversation in my head, I'm just thinking, Matt Patricia, I wonder what he is thinking. Because Robert Smith asked a question, like a technical football question, and I just got sweat just dripping down my face. I feel like you have a wiretap on. Yeah. I'm like, what is Patricia thinking, I wonder? He was a good conversation, too, man. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, How was he? Did he have the pencil behind his ear for yeah, the interview, did. too? I said, hey, what's up with the goddamn pencil, you know? <laughs> and that was my actual question. We got to the point where I could ask that question to him in the conversation, by the way. It went, the conversation went well. And he was like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just my thing. That's about being late to meetings? Yeah, he answered that earlier in the week like five times. Yeah. So he, he and the Detroit media, I guess, have a very interesting relationship. They've met over 115 times this year. Jesus. Really? Yeah, and that number was told to us by the PR person. I was like, because they, by the way, this is the most research I've ever done for anything in my life. I was reading through every article that came out about the Lions or Packers the week. They send it to us in a, a sheet. They send it to us in an email. And I was reading all. So any email I get, everybody thinks I don't check my emails because I don't respond to them. I read every motherfucking email. I, I want to know exactly what's going on everywhere. And they kind of set me up because these emails were like f- 
14 articles mm-hmm. together. So I read one, and then the next one's like, could this be it for Matthew Sever? I'm like, well, I have to fucking read this then. <laughs> so, so then every article, though, so I read like all these articles, and all week he was answering questions about this, all week. And all he kept mentioning was uh, outside the locker room, inside mm-hmm. the locker room, which very much I understand that, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I had a lot of problems with GM Grigson, but I never said anything until after the season. I would have never said it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I almost did. Honestly, I almost did. But during the season, everything outside the locker room – is just is exactly what it is. It's noise, mm-hmm. and that's basically the sentiments he echoed when somebody else asked a question mm-hmm. about it. It wasn't. It was somebody else asked a question to him about it. Got brought up, and then his answer basically was was really solid about mm-hmm. how I'm trying to get a group of guys in here that focus on the little things, you know, fundamentals. I was like, what do you want your team to be known as? Matt Patricia's Detroit Lions, what do you want them known? He's like, the guys that get the fundamentals right. Mm-hmm. We're the guys that do things right. Our concepts are right. We're doing everything. You could tell he's very much the do-your-job mm-hmm. thought, oh, right? Like right? Oh, yeah. Very much a do-your-job. And by the way, whenever Robert Smith said something during the game, which was very accurate, and I never thought of it, he said, when you have vets in that situation and you're trying to work fundamentals – he mentioned like some vets aren't going to enjoy mm-hmm. that. Like, hey, let's work on play design instead of fundamentals. Right. This is year whatever. And you can't be – by the way, you can't fault the vet who's been in the league for a long time. There's a reason they've been in the league for a long time, and they might just not enjoy it. So mm-hmm. whenever the he's lost his locker room thing comes out – Like week one. Yeah. It, it's You can tell – you can see why. It's because he's very much changing the culture up there. I love it. And I think um, – I'm interested to see how it goes mm-hmm. because the Belichick disciples don't do great. But after talking to Patricia, I think he has a real personality. Like, like I, I think he has an actual personality. And nothing has worked in the past. I don't know why people don't buy into it yet. You got to give it some time, you know? I Well, you got to have success, man. Mm-hmm. Stafford's no, gone, bro. No. I can't. That's a $30 can't. million no. thing. Man. I'm just saying package Everyone's- deal. He's not a Patricia guy. He's not a Bobby Quinn guy. I can see him dealing with this quarterback hungry leave. That's I can understand that. Early ask, take. Ask Patricia about it. I asked, I asked uh, Stafford about it, right? Right. I asked Stafford about it, and that was when I got the word Woodward. By the way, yeah, great, yeah, call. Yeah. great call. I Love had no that. idea what. Very well done. Yeah, right down Woodward. Yeah. Well, I said right down Broadway, so everybody else knew what the fuck it meant. Yeah, and then I was like, well, right down Woodward, right? Because whenever Matthew Stafford, I asked him about because uh, he gave a couple quotes during the week in those articles that I read about how he wants to be a guy who's known to stay on one team. Mm-hmm. He yep. loves the city of Detroit, all that stuff. So I asked him, I was like, you mentioned wanting to be on one team. And you love the city. Why do you love the city of Detroit? And he went on a little run about how much he's seen the growth from 2009 till now, yes. how he's seen the city transform and all this stuff. And he said, and I very much want to be a part of a parade down Woodward. And I was like, what, what the hell's a Woodward? He was like, oh, it's like our main street. When you said that, I was like, okay, Pat. So I, okay. so I was like, so is Woodward a good time? And he gives me a wink. He's like, it's a nice place. And I laughed so hard in the meeting. And I was like, oh, Woodward's going in tomorrow for sure. And I wrote it down. And, um, and then the Tom McAuliffe, that open line, mm-hmm. that's Patricia's like friend since he was a kid. So I said, when did this coaching dream start? And he was like, oh, when I was a kid. I was like, yeah, I need an age, though. And he was like, oh, I don't <laughs> 10? 10. <laughs> Playing electric football with Tom McAuliffe. I was like, oh, that's going in tomorrow for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to say that. He was like, okay. I was like, all right, perfect. Because it hasn't been a dream for him this year. There's been a lot of drama, man. Mm-hmm. A lot Absolutely. of drama up there. Okay. But it feels as if all his answers are very much like, uh, like, oh, okay, he's got, he's got mm-hmm. good shit coming, you know? And you mentioned the whole Belichick-Patricia thing. They feuded for a while. So it would make sense that the one coach – that, you know, Belichick and him kind of butted heads. When he leaves, it would make sense. He's the guy to kind of take that coaching 
tree up a By the notch, way, if you will. Him and Bill still talk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah, course. him and Bill still talk. Bill's I, a good guy. I asked him on the way. I don't know if I'm supposed to say. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that matters. <laughs> kind of. I asked him on his way out. I was like, "Will you still talk to Bill?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah. Me and Bill talk all the time." And I was like, "Okay." And that was like a throwaway comment to him, I think. Mm-hmm. But to me, that was like, uh, in my head, Belichick. As soon as you leave New England, might as yeah, he lives yeah, in like yeah. the mm-hmm. fucking uh, Truman Show. Yeah, like I think, I think, <laughs> yeah. I think up. Yeah, in, in my head, head. <laughs> in my head, Belichick lives in the Truman Show. Patricia died when he walked out exactly. of Belichick's like door, like Biodome. Yeah, yeah. You know, like he's <laughs> inside there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's exactly what I think. So it was cool to hear that from him, mostly because of how. Like that made me think about Bill Belichick. So it was like a cool. Well, it humanized him a little bit. Yeah, it really yeah, did. Yeah. It Which like, you don't see. This whole year has, huh? Whole year really has. I mean, he was making. He said Merry Christmas the other day. So that's not a Belichick staple. What? Yeah. Everything's different. Everything. I've been saying this since that goddamn hat. Saying this since that fucking Minnesota Timberwolves game. Yeah. It was quite. What, really what was. kind of uh, presence did Stafford have in the room? Like compared to the, a legend, like you know. Aaron Rodgers, when he comes in, do you feel the same? Like, oh, this guy. I don't know. So that was kind of, I was just on a Detroit uh, show. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. For, um, for an hour and a half. <laughs> Christ. Wi-Fi guy. Mighty. I did not know it was going to be a full podcast conversation. It was 40-some minutes. They were very nice, though. It was very, they were very nice. I honestly thought it was a live show hit. I didn't know, but they were very nice people. But I... Um, they asked me a question about the, like the similar type of thing, because they said I guess people call him like the lawyer of the locker room instead of like the leader of the locker room, where he just wants to be one of the guys. He doesn't want to be a leader. He just wants to. Mm-hmm. They asked that question to me, and I had no idea that's how Detroit felt about it until that question was. That asked. would be the impression I would have. Is he's not like uh, the guy, like where Peyton or Aaron Rodgers walks in, right. people are like, oh hey, just quit, quit horsing around, quit grab assing. You know what I mean? This is serious. I, I wouldn't see that with Stafford. Well, I think Aaron, too, has a good relationship with his teammates, too. He does, too. yeah. He, I mean, he, he's like a jokester and a prankster, too, but I think everyone knows like when it's time to get down to business, yeah. like well, he's ready to if go. If he gives you a look, you're like, oh. They both oh. had that cool demeanor to him, right? Mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford has had a rough year, though. For sure. He's had a rough year. So, he's dinged up, too. Always. Yes. Yeah. Offense is moving pieces, too. Carry on didn't start in the beginning. Golden Tate's gone. Aaron's very injured. Yeah, big time. By the way, he. No, I'm not talking about just from the game. I'm talking about you get these reports. Like, I got a chance to look at these reports. That first game. Oh, shit. Story. Uh, this. <laughs> if they would have recorded the conversation about week one, Aaron Rodgers, between he and I, mm-hmm. that thing has more views than the call of the Prater touchdown. For sure. <laughs> he called it. Aaron Rodgers called the comeback, the miraculous comeback in week one mm-hmm. at halftime. He knew what was going to happen. He told it. He, they think he has a torn ACL in the field because they can't find the bottom of his ACL. So they do that test where they grab your thigh and your shin, and they try to find basically if your ACL is still attached or ripped. Mm-hmm. They do like a little test. They couldn't find it on the field because his mm-hmm. knee had been so swollen. They couldn't find it. So they take him off the field. Aaron Rodgers basically thinks he has a torn ACL because that test, they can't find it. Trainers think that. If you remember, TV announcers mm-hmm. thought that. Mm-hmm. All of Green Bay thought that. Everybody thought that. He goes into the locker room. They do some x-rays. It's not a torn ACL. It's something else, but but it's swollen. It's mm-hmm. huge. He can barely walk. So he goes on. There's a backfield, I guess. He like is still suited up, and he starts like taking some drops and stuff. And the trainer's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Aaron, I guess, asked the trainer, what's the score?" And the trainer goes, 17 nothing. You are not going back in this game.'" And I guess he gave like a no, no. I think we can do something magical. <laughs> and comes back out mm-hmm. and does exactly what he says he was going to do. I would have loved to been. In the room after the game, when the trainer walks in 
because now they got to really deal with reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. Yeah. This is like, a, okay, we got reality now. And now we have, after that win, after the inter- post game interview happens, after you walk back into the locker room celebration, after you shower, after you change, and when you're in that training room and it's just you and the trainer and everything is subsided, I, was, I would love to hear that trainer just go, you fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you son of a bitch. That was odd. When he said that, I like stood up. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> he was like, yeah, yeah. Those conversations happened with the trainer. You know, I was like, oh, I'm, I, have, I have to tell that story. And he was like, uh, yeah, you do whatever you need, man. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. I was real excited to get it in there. Because mm-hmm. he called his shot. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was one of the biggest moments of the NFL season. It was. Opening yeah. week there. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is out of the, basically out. Game's over. Yeah. He's out. Aaron season's Ron- over. Season's, season's over. over yeah. Khalil Mack is all the way back with Chicago. Yeah. He just made $90 million guaranteed. Oakland Raiders are tanking. Oh, shit. Chicago Bears, one of the most storied franchises in history who hasn't been good in a long time. Mm-hmm. Really good. And then that dude just fucking... <laughs> I think we can make some hey, money. Hold my beer. I have my own, and you guys can back me up on this. Same thing. We're the trainers. You're Aaron Rodgers. Follow me. Mm-hmm. A week ago. Am I off by a day or two? That he said, I want to call an NFL game. Remember? Who? You. Oh, oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Nine days ago, I want to call an NFL game. What do we do? Let me call Fox. Fox, okay, why don't we come out here? You'll do a, oh. dumb, you'll do a dummy game. I oh, completely yeah, forgot yeah, yeah. about it. Hey, we'll do a dummy game. Okay, I'll grab AQ Shipley. He'll be my, you know, I'll do play-by-play. Because you don't see guys leave the field, go to play-by-play. I'll do color. I'll do play-by-play. We're like, okay, we'll get it done. You fly out to L.A., do a dummy game. You're in their studios. The big wigs are behind you watching. Fast forward one week, <laughs> Willie fucking Wonka is calling an NFL game. I mean, you talk about putting it out in the universe, the universe yeah, listens, yeah. but that's a magical touch. That's why we're the trainers. Just, He's Aaron Rodgers in this wild. thing. That's just Pappy and Pat. Uh, that's I what I mean. I mean, you, Dave, you've fake. seen this forever. The fake happening? It was so. Oh, hey, yeah. Like I said, if I could have bet on that fucking happening. <laughs> I yeah. got a question about that. Did you see the guy going out wide? Yeah, yeah. So, so you kind of saw it coming? So. Our job, we ran the hide. If I could get Colts practice film, mm-hmm. me and Jack Doyle ran the hideout play against our field goal team mm-hmm. four times a day, probably. Four times a day, we tried to just fuck. So, like, Tom McMahon would be like, twos are in, twos are in. So, um, the one O line would leave the field and the two O line would come in just so they can work on the footsteps, mm-hmm. right? In that play is normally run where somebody can sub out mm-hmm. so normally you just jog to the whoever the wing is jogs to the sideline like they're subbing out and then they just stand on the sideline and then you set up your person and hope that the end guy on the defensive side of the ball mm-hmm. that's their job is to look outside in to make sure nobody's out there and then look in and then their job is to make sure everybody's on side and then they rush the kick right that right. is a hundred percent their job that guy might have been new might have never been there before you never because with special teams guys there's a lot of people coming in. A lot of turnover. A lot of turnover. So you can take advantage of people like that. So literally, Vinatieri has thrown a touchdown like that before. Uh, I, I think there's been like there's been a few of those before. These are just this is like the classic old school fake yeah. in special teams. It's like the OG fake. So Jack Doyle was the wing on the ones and the twos. Mm-hmm. So every time the twos were called in, Jack Doyle would jog to the sideline and just stand there, and then our left end would just open up as as he was the wing mm-hmm. and then the the we ran it we ran yeah. it probably like twice a season they, the the corner would go guy 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 and yeah. everybody would stand up it's safe it was a whole thing we worked the special teams coordinator not coordinator is the assistant coordinator devin fitzsimmons mm-hmm. i think he was on our team 
when that was happening. He's running the Lions special teams now. He knows, everybody in special teams knows that OG trick. And the fact that they were like, yeah, we should just give it, because it is 100% a check with me, with the person throwing. Right. If that corner goes out, it's no big deal. Guy just comes back in, lines up, we kick the field goal. It's not a, it's just a like, oh, let's see if they notice. Oh, they didn't notice. Oh, shit, here we go. Yep. So it's very much like, oh, let's just give it a shot and see how it goes. <laughs> the fact that they did that is so, I love them. Hey, you compared him them. to Peyton Manning <laughs> fucking killed me. And then the rest of the game, Twice. you were calling Prater the quarterback of the team. <laughs> <laughs> when you were running the replay machine, did you realize you were drawing the like dick. a penis, basically? <laughs> and then you stopped. Well, so <laughs> I noticed. So that came up the night before the Telestrator because yeah. they mentioned we had a whole like we ran through the entire game basically the night before, and they were like uh, Telestrator will be to Pat's right, but in reach everybody. I was like Telestrator, the, the drawing thing. They're like yeah, I was like we're gonna have a Telestrator. They're like yeah, I was like okay. <laughs> Okay. All right. So then at night, I laid down and I was like, I can't draw a dick. Uh, Pat McAfee cannot draw a dick. <laughs> First NFL game. I can't. They finally let me on TV. First one. Yeah. First one. They finally let me on TV. Like night before, I had an entire Finkel Einhorn thing that was about to come down the pipe on a oh. Telestrator because Mason Crosby's had a rough year because a rookie snapper, rookie holder. Everybody thinks laces is on the holder. It's actually on the long snapper. So I was just waiting. And, and the walkthrough the day before, I saw a couple spins by J.K. Scott. Mason Crosby was kicking balls that were spinning. And they never, they never kicked a field goal. Mm. They never attempted an extra point. Oh, yeah. But I had a, I was gonna draw a dolphin on there <laughs> <laughs> for the Finkel Einhorn. I was, I was, I ain't never prepared for a, a bit like that before in my life. And then I get on there, that happens, and I wanted to explain how the end corner mm. guy. That's literally a job of his is to look and see if anybody's out there. Yep. And I did start drawing. I started noticing I was a clear screen. I was like, can't do it. You even stop talking. <laughs> hey, that's the most you thing of all time, though, to like work up a bit like that, have it ready, have a plan for it, it not to happen, but them to throw a touchdown off of a fake field. I know. Ball. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I'm lo I love that they did that. The most McAfee thing I heard yesterday. Did you see that ref? Pause. Threw that flag fucking 30 yards. I mean, you save the stats, yeah. save all that shit. Give me stuff like that. I, you know what I mean? Hey, that ref, <laughs> I, I was going to give him something for his hat, too. It had a steep... It had a steep bend. Mm -hmm. uh, like he had a steep bend on the hat, you know? Like it was a, it's like a flat bill hat. An that, aggressive turn. Aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like it was like 1999. Yeah, yeah. I was trying Sit to, on that hat. Yeah. Man, as soon as I saw it, as soon as I saw him come on the screen, I was just thinking, like, all right, think of something good for that goddamn hat. You <laughs> know, <laughs> I, I, couldn't, I couldn't find anything that was, I couldn't find Just anything. calling it out and calling it an aggressive hat bend. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. wardrobe yeah. comments yeah. kill, like you said right away. Stafford with the short sleeves today. <laughs> aggressive decision. <laughs> It was freezing. It was. I was free. I couldn't feel my face. And it was windy, too. Very windy, man. It was awesome. Okay, I have a question. You uh, mentioned Jim Bob Cooter potentially being his last game. Is mm -hmm. that something they were like, maybe stay away from? Or did they want you to say something like no, that? No, because that was very open. That was in the media everywhere. Okay. So it, there was no comments about it at all. Okay. There was nothing, literally nothing either way. But he's a... I don't want to say a friend of mine, but a guy, mm -hmm. if I was to see him, we would dap up and it would be a very positive experience from his time with the Colts. Right. So I thought Jim Bob Cooter deserved a little like, mm -hmm. like, hey, this guy's done a great job today. Obviously, he knows this year hasn't been great. Right. And he also understands the business, too. You know, mm -hmm. like I, I think that is that's all I was trying to get out with Jim Bob. Cooter. And you were like, oh, and what a great name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I said, hey, how'd the bladder hold up? I had to pee a couple. Times. How was the box? Well, I didn't I didn't prepare. 
You know how I told you, like Michael yep. Cole said, mm-hmm. he doesn't drink. Don't drink water. Yeah. I, I completely forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I was slamming hot tea before the game, just slamming it, and that tends to move quickly. Yeah. They had a bathroom in the thing, though. Oh, oh, oh there we go. Easy. Oh, it was nice. It was nice. Mm-hmm. They got these suites next to us, though. These suites that are inside. Mm-hmm. They got to be the richest people in Wisconsin. Like all these people that pay for the inside suites. Because everybody else is sitting on bleachers. Oh, yeah. 16 to 15 Mm. degree windshield sitting on bleachers out there. Down 31 zip. That place was still 80% filled. Mm -hmm. Well, they own the team, so they they have to be there. You know, (laughs) Got a year-end meeting. (laughs) (laughs) Owner's meeting coming up. In the parking lot after the game, yeah. I met the president of the Packers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he played in the league for eight Mm -hmm. years. I didn't know that. He was an AD somewhere. Northwestern. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. That's why everybody's calling. Uh, Pat yeah. Fitzgerald. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting mm-hmm. stuff happening over there. How about uh, Robert's fanny pack? Uh, how did that Love play that, over yeah. uh, the night before? So he, he just showed up to this meeting with a backpack, and then all of a sudden his fanny pack's there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, are you a fanny pack guy? And he was like, you know, I don't know why I haven't done it longer. I just, <laughs> I just started doing it. It's incredible, he said. He had all his things in there, you know? Yeah. And I was like, but it wasn't the fanny pack. Just a fan. It was the the decoration oh, of his fanny. Nice. Yeah. It was loud. It was a Nickelodeon. It was like a spacey. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was very. And after talking to Robert Smith, it came out of nowhere. In my eyes, it was like this is off yeah. brand for Robert Smith. This is awesome in my head. I think. And obviously, it had to. It had to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he held it up like a championship yeah, belt in the booth funny. during that little that shot. Was a great there. moment. Yeah. It was awesome. Hey, just like you walked away at the top. Robert Smith made sure, a Pro Bowl yeah. retired. Yeah. yeah, we had that conversation at a place called Chives on Friday night, I believe. Cool place. Guy named Logan owns it. Logan. Logan, good guy. I guess the the Roger it's in the Rogers neighborhood. Mm, okay. It's in the Aaron Rodgers neighborhood. So a lot of villages. Wisconsin's insane. We were in the village of a Schwabbon. <laughs> oh yeah. Excuse me. You heard me, man. <laughs> a Schwabbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Schwab. Is that where you got the leather gloves? <laughs> no, no, no. I bought those here, but I should have. I should have waited to go to a uh, village of a Schwabbun. Mm-hmm. And then to be like fun facts, they extended Green Bay City thing just for the stadium. The the stadium is actually in a Schwabbun. Mm-hmm. Everything around it is in a, sh- a Schwabbun. Mm-hmm. What is it, Ty? Do you know what it is? I have no idea. It's a no. That sounds good. I think it's a, sh- <laughs> a sh- I think it's a Schwabbun. Schwabbun. That but, state's incredible that way, yeah. So then you drive 20 minutes and you go to the Oneida Indian Reservation, <laughs> and they have their own rules. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they have their own fucking rules. Smoking in that casino louder than anything I've yeah, ever maybe. seen. They got their own police. I haven't been on a reservation before. Well, I have, I think, but a long time ago. I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I haven't been on a reservation as like an adult in a long time. Went into their, the Oneida's Casino there. Very thankful for that tribe. <laughs> they gave me a lot of money. That I mean, I won a lot of money in that casino. But I had to get out of there quick, too, because the smoking. So shout out to the Oneidas. Mm-hmm. Legit shout out to the Oneidas. I learned about the Sky Woman. I learned about uh, everything they believe in. Mm-hmm. I can fucks with the Oneidas. <laughs> they were, the Oneidas were going to get a big shout out during the game. I just didn't know how uh, to work it in. What's going on with Green Bay Uber? Hmm? Oh, yeah, the Heidi's got a van. And uh, just a minivan or standard uh, leisure van? Oh, it was a standard minivan with the kids uh, thing in the, the seats. In mm, the, the kid, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I hopped in the back, by the way, because it's not a 
So I normally get the black SUV, right? Because I would like uh, with the Wi-Fi. Yeah, because I feel like the person. <laughs> I expect. I don't expect it. I don't expect wouldn't, it. wouldn't hurt though. I don't do much Uber though. I don't do much Uber. If I do, it's always in like New York or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't do much of the Uber. But there, there was no option. You either get the Uber X. Um, or the the Uber XL, I guess. Mm-hmm. And the Uber XL is just for for parties of six or more people. Mm-hmm. Not if you want room. <laughs> right? Like all I wanted was room, and that was not what it was for. It was I got in there and it was like just you every time. Like I would shut the door and then they would sit and wait, like two seconds. <laughs> just you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry about that, Derek. Yeah. What of it? What's some space? Sorry about that, Derek. No, they're very nice though. Yeah. They're very nice. Mm-hmm. I was in that uh, that minivan. And we were just sliding all over the place. (laughs) To get to the Oneida Casino, we were just sliding all over the place. You would have thought she was... You would have thought she was like an ice road trucker. <laughs> there was no worries at all. There was no worries at all. Everybody was just floating. I saw an accident. Somebody mm-hmm. just slid into another person. Wow. <laughs> Amateurs. Mm-hmm. Probably from out of town. No rubbernecking, kept it moving? Just kept it moving. Beautiful. The guy sitting next to me at that Kroll's place, Butter... Um, Butter, uh, but, the butter burgers. The guy that got disgusted. So there was an intoxicated Wisconsin guy next to me. I walk. I I did a little lap around Title Town because I wanted to experience Green Bay, right? And they have this place. It has it has a big sledding hill. It has an ice skating rink. There's a bunch of bars there, and there's like a couple legendary places. Hinterland, I guess, is right on the mm-hmm. corner across from Lambeau. Mason Crosby owns a portion of that, I guess. So I didn't it's know that. literally Mason Crosby's bar. So I went in there. I had some cheese curds. Mm-hmm. Oh, the best. Have to have staple. I disagree. Really? They were great. <laughs> I like they it. They were great. I understand it is a safe staple, and. I understand you do have to do that because yeah. I did. Mm-hmm. I actually did have uh-huh. to do that. I didn't love them. Really? I was told I got the wrong color. I guess there's yellow or white. Mm-hmm. Oh. I went with the wrong color. I don't. Mm. To be honest, I don't know which one I got because really? it was like toasted. Mm-hmm. So I, don't, I prefer I, the white ones. Yeah. Yeah. I think oh. everybody says. Yeah. yeah. The, those those yellow ones have a little bit of that cheddar aftertaste. Oh, you like that Wisconsin cheddar? You don't like it? Yeah. I, I don't. I just didn't love it. Mm-hmm. It's a little sharp. I would rather have a cheese stick. Yeah. Mozzarella. Mozzarella. Oh, nice fried mozz. A little mozzarella. I'm a fried mozz guy. And I think in my, like, you know, when you pick up a Sprite and you think it's a water? Yeah. Right? yeah. That's what I thought I was getting into. Okay, okay. That makes sense. Then. It's not the same. It's not. I liked them. I put it in ketchup. I enjoyed it. I, I liked it. Ew. You what? You did what? Put it in ketchup. Ketchup. You I don't to, think yeah. that's the Got to go marinara. I would do that. Dude, it's, well, it's, it's got to go ranch, it's bro. Not, what are you doing It's not breaded. You can put anything in oh, ketchup. Oh, so you just got Almost. just like the actual you get like, cheese. fried cheese balls. Cheese. They, weren't, they weren't breaded at all? No. Okay, well, yeah, there you go. Yeah, you put that in ketchup for sure. Yeah, you do. Well, mm-hmm. It came with ketchup. Like it came with a it's thing a like well, it's just, We're used to fried mozza marinara. Yeah. It's hard to adapt to another type of cheese and ketchup. This is so the <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have disrespected them. I would have tried it. I did try it. I ordered yeah. that, and then I ordered their meat spread, too. I was like, oh, got to do this. Yeah, yeah. That was probably awesome, wasn't it? It was. I, yeah. I heard you. Somebody tweeted that they could hear Todd orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> Looking it's at that plate of sausage. So uh, back to that butter burger. They put cheese in it, too. Hold on. We're not there yet. <laughs> they put cheese in that as well. Oh, nice. So then I go. So while I'm there, some people will... I guess we have a good following in Green Bay, by the way. We appreciate all you. Uh, appreciate you so much for listening. 
while I'm there, there's starting to be a little bit, just a little conversation starting with people. And I'm like, where do I have to go next? And they're like, Kroll's. You need to go to Kroll's West right over there and get a Kroll's burger. It's like, uh, it's been around since forever, 1919 or something like that. It's been around forever. It's right across one block over. So I walk outside. I see a kid wearing my jersey right outside. I'm like, my man, you're the best. I think his name was Trevor or Travis. Appreciate you, cuzzy. And then I take a picture and then a kid named Dominic from Miller Light, the Green Bay Miller Light, who got recognized because he's Dom from Miller Lite. Okay. It's just like in Wisconsin, I think everybody knows. Mm. <laughs> oh, nice. That's Dom. Oh, you need a beer guy? Yeah. Call Dom. You need a beer. <laughs> he's a nice guy. He walks me over to Kroll's. I go to Kroll's. Weirdest. Not weirdest. Most interesting setup I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Smoking or no smoking in bars in Green Bay? No smoking, but it's set up like a Denny's. Mm-hmm. And then there is a very intoxicated sports bar right in between all of the seats. So there was a six-year-old... In her family, probably four feet behind me, sitting in like a diner type table. Uh-huh. And then the, to my right was this blacked out guy at one <laughs> in a packed bar, uh-huh. not just like a, a packed bar. Only one seat was open at the bar. I sat there. Large bar, too, probably like a 10 yard bar, mm-hmm. 10 yard bar with a big island around it. TVs everywhere, but you can hear everybody. But the diner was also over here. I was like, oh, this is cool. Had carpeting. Oh, really? Yeah, Classic. Strong. Had carpeting. It was a step up to get on the backside of the bar. Like it was uh, nice a, yeah, it was cool. It was I was like, yeah, this is where I wanted to, I wanted to be at something yeah. like this. Right across the street from Lambo. I right. mean, it was a it was a really cool thing. And there's only one seat open at the bar, and I sit down, and this guy next to me is gone. I mean, this guy is gone, mm-hmm. gone. <laughs> Just muttering like words to himself. <laughs> it's 1.15 p.m. and I'm like, I like this, right? Like, I am a fan of... <laughs> so I gave him like the... Uh, uh, he had like flowing hair. I'm like, great hair, cuzzy, you know? Like, hey, the hair looks good, man. And he was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hair looks good. He goes, thanks. And I was like, no problem. He was like... And he starts mumbling himself. I wonder if anybody's going to give me my food. <laughs> <laughs> and then a guy across, it was like as soon as I sat down, I'm like watching him. A guy crossed the bar because we're kind of on the end of the turn mm-hmm. there. We're in turn four. They, they were sitting yeah, yeah. in turn three. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was an out-of-towners, two out-of-towners. And uh, I knew that strictly because of this guy because he was basically like telling the out-of-towners to stop talking. (laughs) (laughs) He's out-of-towners. So then across the thing, somebody reaches up to somebody who's in the straightaway and he's like, uh, is there anywhere to buy hand warmers or foot warmers for tomorrow's game, you know? And he goes, hand warmers or foot warmers? <laughs> it's going to be in the mid-30s, <laughs> for cripes sake. <laughs> and he stands up and goes, I need my check. <laughs> Pays his check, leaves within 45 seconds of that person saying that. Uh. Was so disgusted. Was so disgusted with the thought of somebody getting hand warmers. <laughs> With a 16 degree wind chill, <laughs> he left the place. I lo- I started dying laughing, just absolutely die. Nobody had a clue really what was going on except for this guy sitting next to me who was in the Navy, who was a big fan of ours. Mm-hmm. He was sitting like two seats down. He was watching it all unfold with his wife as well. And they, we were just enjoying it. was a show, right? We were there for the show. Got a chance to shake with him. I ordered the Kroll's burger. Mm-hmm. My exact order was uh, Hi, I'm from out of town. I was just told I have to come here. Order me, or can I have whatever I'm supposed to have? Right? Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. yeah. The show's yeah. choice. Yeah. Yeah. You know you know what I'm here for. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. not here to get full. I'm just here to try whatever yeah. experience. She goes, Crow's Burger? I go, yeah. She goes, okay. She puts it in. 
So she goes, it's going to be like 45 minutes because they were packed. Place was packed. Place was packed. I'm like, cool. I'll just saddle up here, start having some conversation. My food and the Navy man uh, food show up at the same time. Mm-hmm. He opens his. It's a double cheeseburger with cheese, melted cheese, and melted butter on it. I opened mine. It was a single burger with a stick of raw butter on it (laughs) (laughs) with lettuce and tomato. Oh, no. No cheese. No No cheese. So the lady brings it over and puts it down, and I go, what did he get? And he goes, well, that's a double crow burger with cheese. I was like, what did I get? You got the crow's burger. I was like, I asked you what I should. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, she's walked away. Obviously, she was very busy, right? Mm -hmm. So I just, she gave me exactly what they're known for, right? That's probably exactly what they're known for. And I took a bite into that burger. Hey, they were doing some good shit with that butter (laughs) in that burger. It was really, I couldn't finish the whole thing because I thought, felt terrible Mm -hmm. eating just a stick of butter. (laughs) But I took like two bites. It was delicious. What kind of butter are we talking here? Uh, it seemed as if it was just your standard in the stick, With unwrap the, the plastic, oh. unwrap the plastic, cut it into maybe a quarter and yeah, just yeah, put yeah. it on. It was just nice. a raw <laughs> stick of, <laughs> just a raw stick of butter in there. Wow. It was great though. I couldn't eat the whole thing, but it was great. You, you, can, you can fuck up butter. Yeah. Salted or unsalted is a big deal on butter. Hey, butter's legit. Yeah. I, know I know some people though that don't love the butter, but they just substitute peanut butter for every butter that they have. Mouth. Interesting. That's wrong. Really? Mouth. Everything that they do oh, butter what? with, they put peanut butter huh. on. Uh. I so mean, I'm keeping I've on the corner of the cob. Big butter Spread guy. it on there. The I've heard of peanut butter on a burger. That's a that's like a regional thing. That's I like some, that. Somewhere does that. Like some city does I like that. that. It's done right. I like that a lot. I'll stay away. I think corn on the cob is really the only place where the butter or the peanut butter wouldn't work as the butter, right? Popcorn. Oh. 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 Popcorn caramel, right? They make yeah. caramel popcorn. Yeah. I assume yeah. that... I don't know. Has your Twitter ever been as active as it was yesterday? I don't know, man. I didn't get to see it. It was <laughs> everywhere, dude. It was everywhere. I didn't have t- I didn't have the internet. Yeah, I, I screenshotted the trends. Number two is Matt Prater, Pat McAfee, Detroit versus Green Bay, and then for the brand, of course, was oh, the nice. third. Was that worldwide? Of, yeah, that was worldwide, I believe. This says United States trends, so that's definitely good. worldwide. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's your world. It's America. Hey. Yeah, that's the world. Hey, that's cool. Now, that game, week seventeen. Meant nothing. Correct. Yeah, blow blowout. Blowout. That was my favorite Lions game, and I've been thinking about it. I swear to God, in my entire life, <laughs> I have not enjoyed watching the Lions more than I did then. I swear. Yeah, hey, here's a big surprise. Also, my favorite Lions game I ever watched. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, yeah, I'm with you. It was probably it was pretty tough, but my my dad is. That me like in terms of being a cynic about the Packers, he's me times a million. And he texted me, and he was just like, "Tell McAfee if it wasn't for him, I would have turned that fucking game <laughs> up." <laughs> so, so I think the whole world would have. Yeah. Hold on, no, hold on. Not everybody though. I, there was some. There was some Green Bay Packers fans that were not happy with my antics while their team was losing <laughs> thirty-one nothing. I got a couple, couple I, I bad ones, <laughs> but I think I think it's more on them than me. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, too. Hey, what do you? Hey, well, if the Packers win, they're happy. I w- it wasn't until halfway, maybe three quarters of the way through the third quarter, that I even realized how shitty of a game it exactly. was. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't even realize until almost fourth quarter, like, oh, this is a terrible yeah. football game. Yeah. <laughs> we got Deshaun Kaiser yep. right now. Oh, I was Green- so happy. Why? You bet when, on the line? No, when Kaiser came in. I mean, that's my He's brand. a part of your <laughs> award. Yeah. But no, I did take the under, so I was very happy when Kaiser came in as well. But it, was, it wasn't until like the fourth quarter I was just so in. I was in. You know, I was like just kind of like, let's just see how we can make this a fun time. 
And it wasn't until like the, the end of the third quarter, I was like, well, this is a dog shit. <laughs> this is a bad football game. Todd bet Packers. Uh, sitting next to Todd. <laughs> oh, I had him for everything. I had like wrapped him into four different parlays. It was fucking miserable. That part. But I enjoyed. It was like, the most miserable I've ever seen Todd McComas. In anything. I swear to God, it was unbelievable. He goes, McAfee bump. <laughs> Packers going to win. Yeah, but I did to the I Lions. Put, I'm like, there's no way. There's no way Aaron Rodgers doesn't score 50 points this game. With McAfee in the booth. You talked to Darius Slay. He had a hell of a game. How was he? Not a big talker. Yeah, that's what they ta- said during the game. Too. Yeah, not a big talker. Robert Smith said he loved talking to him, and he said he wasn't a big talker. <laughs> <laughs> it was. He was right, though. He was 100% right. It was cool talking. It was nice talking to him because yeah. he was just such a nice guy. Mm-hmm. But he didn't say much. It was like, man, you're a corner, a Pro Bowl corner, by the way, yeah, yeah. which is a that's a different level. He's you're the, you're the best athlete on corners are the best athletes on the field. They have to do the most insane shit. Mm-hmm. And he was just like very like, just not a mm-hmm. not really didn't want to talk shit on anybody. Right. He had the this was before they knew Devonte Adams was going to be out of the game. He mm-hmm. gave the singing praises of Devonte Adams, which you don't hear often, and then. The conversation was like kind of over there. Yeah, was yeah. he like a laid back or was he intense? Like he had that laser focus type guy. I, it was kind of like in the middle there. He was just like he was just very quiet. He didn't want to talk. I, I don't know what he's like with his friends. Mm-hmm. I wonder yeah. what he would be like with the teammates. I don't know what he's like there. But with us, it was very mm-hmm. very chill. One of the guys was like, "Yeah, he played against Calvin Johnson all the time, so he kind of got that from him." Which I kind of thought that was a great. Yeah. Point. So he he did tell us though that his entire first year, even when he was playing, he would do practice squad reps to go against Calvin Johnson. Mm-hmm. Because he was, like, he started trying to name other people like Calvin Johnson. I was like, "There's not many." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, but you you understand why I wanted to play." Again. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, yeah." If you get an opportunity to play against Calvin Johnson, you're going to do that. Mm-hmm. But it was, um, I guess, he got cooked his first year. I guess he used to just get roasted. He did, I, yeah. I guess that was his thing. Is yeah. they, they, he used to just get crushed and the PR people were like now he's a two-time pro bowler voted by the players the fans obviously didn't vote for any Detroit Lions the players and coaches voted him in and it was like uh it's been a real come around comeback story for Darius Slay he was big play Slay Mm -hmm. (laughs) he said some people say I took that from big play CJ I didn't (laughs) 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 it was funny I like the way he played football though on that one pass breakup he was trying to pass that to the safety Mm -hmm. and they did like a breakdown of it and I was like trying to get in, and they're like, I understand his technique, but he just tried to throw that thing. <laughs> yeah. he, did, he literally was trying to throw. You could see his eyes like try to throw it to his teammate. Like, that's a, that is a, I couldn't even fathom being that athletic to, in no. the middle of a 50 50 ball, trying to bat it <laughs> at the peak while somebody else is trying to catch it. Not just trying to break up the pass. Like, like oh, I should try to fucking throw this right over there. Like, <laughs> aim the breakup. Yeah, pretty impossible. It, it was. And it, by the way, it was. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't an interception. I think that's why it wasn't talked about. But you could see with his eyes that he was like trying to do that. And I was, wow. I was almost mesmerized because we went into a, a commercial break right before that. Like, all right, we'll come back with uh, his technique. Here's the highlights, and they show all three highlights. And the first one, I said, I think he was trying to pass that breakup. And they showed the first highlight from behind. And I was like, no. And then the second one, they showed his eyes. I was like, yeah, he's trying to pass that. Mm-hmm. And then the third one, they showed it again. I was like. Are we not going to mention? <laughs> is that what all commercial breaks are like? You just basically go over like what happened before that. Or There's a lot going on. There's like, hey, this just happened. Hey, we got to get this in. Hey, this happened. All producer stuff. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. A lot of that stuff happened. There was was there a couple times you forgot you're on broadcast or like you're broadcasting because you're like commenting on like the overlays. There no, was, there was a time. Yeah, where oh, they called you out. You were like, <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. You guys do that here with uh, the two screens up, and they're like, oh, well, you're part of this too, Pat. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because when I'm watching at home. 
And I noticed that State Farm started doing the State Farm commercial mm-hmm. and then a image from the game. It was like mm-hmm. a picture-in-a-picture picture commercial. Yeah, yeah, yep. Good idea. But from watching at home, I'm like, this is a good idea. This is a great way to get advertisers. Uh-huh. Still watching the game. If anything happens, mm-hmm. if a squirrel hops on the field, still can catch it, right? So I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to talk about that. When I, the Orville commercial came out, I was like, good job with you guys doing that. It's a good idea. I don't know who's listening back at home, but I think this is a good idea. <laughs> I guess they... The Fox, a couple of the Fox producers that were working the game, mm-hmm. they've been around Fox so long, they've had to promote a lot of Fox shows. Mm-hmm. And they were like, tell you what, really surprised Orville made it to season two. Not because we watched it, <laughs> not because we watched it, just because most of these shows that we do, they, they try, because all these, I guess they all try to promote the Fox yep. shows mm-hmm. every game. They're like, a lot, of, we've promoted a lot of shows. <laughs> a lot of shows. It's kind of like an inside joke. Yeah. Yeah. Orville, good for Seth MacFarlane. I'm a big Orville guy. I haven't seen it. I've never seen it once. Nope. It has family guy humor. If you don't like family guy, you're not going to like it. It's Seth MacFarlane's brain. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Good. I had a weekend of my life. That That's cool. fucking awesome. It was dude. awesome. Yeah, it was a great was fucking cool. time to it watch. It really was. Got a lot of lot of fucking people, all my friends and everybody like that was fucking unreal. Yeah. Like they were losing their minds. How about how about Indy not playing it? Yeah. yeah. Weird move. I wanted to ask whose decision it is. I wanted to ask like the five, but I'm not in in enough, you know, to be like, excuse me. Who decides what games go and fucking where? Mm-hmm. I can't just ask that. <laughs> I, can't. I wonder if it's the local affiliate. Yeah, first you have to draw dicks, and then you get to those. <laughs> That's how it works. I, think. I wonder who the local affiliates are. I wonder if the local affiliate decides, though. What were they playing here? Yeah. Dallas Giants, mm-hmm. by the way, which was a great game. Yeah. yeah. Which made me feel good, by the way. Mm-hmm. Imagine if that was a good game in Lambeau, though. <sighs> I thought about that on the plane as well. I was like, I couldn't even fathom what I would have been. If they push you national? If it, yeah, I couldn't even fathom. Yeah, if it's like the overtime <laughs> yeah, game, if this is oh, the yeah, Fox yeah, Extra. Yeah. Oh, let's call, go to Green uh, Bay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's you go call, to Lambo. That would get crazy, too, if you call like an Aaron Rodgers, like Hail Mary or something like that. Oh. Oh, oh, what if that fake field goal was to win a game to go to like, the playoffs? Oh, Jesus. Oh. Hey, you think you'll be doing this every Sunday next year? Yes or no? Um, yes or no? Do you want no? to? Sunday's a wild Do day. you want to? Just yeah, knock it down to one day. I don't want. I, I think there's a lot of days football is played on. <laughs> <laughs> I would like. I think I would want to. I enjoyed it a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. A lot. Get ready for it. It's all. Everything is. It's going to be very interesting. You fly out on Saturday morning, six a.m. with the help of your friends at JetLinks with <laughs> with Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi. <laughs> and it's doable. And it's doable. <laughs> if it ain't running, we ain't hey, flying. <laughs> By the way, shout out JetLinks for that playing. <laughs> A lot of reflecting time made this show, so I think it's good. It would have been a good time to have Wi-Fi. Though. It would have been a good time. I think. I think the other networks are going to start hiring the Pat McAfee's of the world. I really do, because every network. By the way, there isn't. That is. Uh, that is a very incredible conversation that you just started right there. Is I am excited to see who they try right. to do that with. I'm very excited. I'm not sure there's many others. I, I honestly, and that that might sound very. Cocky, but it, it's real. I, 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 it's what you said earlier too, because like there, you're you have a blueprint, but no one else could copy it. It's, I don't know. But, but, well, but, for, first of all, you take the amount of people who had a successful NFL career. That's a very small number of people, and now you're going to expect all right, funny, funny people in the world are like. The top one percent of people, anyway. Hey, I was getting love so, from other comedians, by the yeah, way. I yeah. was getting love from other comedians. So gonna, that meant a lot. You're going to take a guy who was in the one percent of the one percenters with athletic ability in the in, foot, in the football realm, and then also be the one percent to be of the one percent to be funny enough yeah. to be a comedian. 
that's successful, those two people never existed before. They don't. It's, well, you know, I, I it's think a, I think the int- I, that means a lot. By the way, I appreciate that. But I'm not. I mean, not everybody's going to find me hilarious. But I do believe that there's a lot of people who are going to attempt to do mm-hmm. what I'm doing. Yeah, and sure. I'm excited to watch it. <laughs> I am yeah. very excited to watch it. I want to do play by play though. I do. I really. If I do it again, I want to do play by play because I want to. I want to. I think I can. I think I can do it. I've been told by my agents, the agency I signed with, mm-hmm. when I first asked them, I was like, I think I want to do play-by-play, not color commentator, because I think I can set up players with stuff that they haven't been set up, and I can also, I think I can control flow of a show. I oh, think I can do that. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you're going to tee off on me. You, th- your position doing color is set up for you and your personality and everything you have to say. Play-by-play, brother, we're not getting that same. We're, we're going to get it. Until but- when? Until like Keller commentary wasn't supposed to be how I was either, well, so it's no, just that, it's one of those things where I, I I hate to slam a Pittsburgh guy, but Dennis Miller sucked in the booth. When exactly, he, when he, he did wasn't it. a two time Pro Bowler. It's a whole different it's a whole different animal. Right, right, yeah. And if you give me, you can even give us a three man booth if you want. If you want to give somebody on a defense, if you want to give somebody on offense, I, somebody who can who's been in a locker. I think I, yeah, I, think I got it. where you're coming from though. Like it hasn't been done before. Dennis Miller was a color guy, but he was there to provide like witty commentary. Uh, Tony Kornheiser, they threw him, up there as way. well. Yeah, but like no one's been able to do play by play in a comedic, entertaining inter- comedic and way. Informative. Let's fashion. treat. Yeah. Let's say we treat the play by play guy as the host of the show now. That's what it is. And now, now it's a different dynamic they've never done before, never had before. That could be really. You're really the host good. of the show. That's the exactly other two guys doing. wouldn't have to be funny because you're funny. Could you yeah, have it also? Wouldn't. I think you look at like the podcast, the interviews Pat does. Like he's gonna bring the best out of those guys as well. Like and get them to open I appreciate up and that. show it means their a lot. personality. I think I can get better at it. It means a lot. But like the ad reads, but I. I think it's it's one of those things where I can do all the ad reads. I have no problem reading or selling. I have no problem with memory. So if you need me to remember things, I think all the things that people have told me I couldn't do play by play because I'm nowhere near like as polished or as whatever. smart enough to do it. I think hosting a podcast and a three hour series show is much more difficult than the ability to react to something happening on the field. Honestly, I do. And it's just, I, I think it's something I had a lot of success being a third guy. I've loved it. That'd be a great opportunity if it was a big opportunity, but I do want to give play by play a try. Mm-hmm. I want to really bad. Cause that, by the way, me calling a touchdown is me doing play by play. Exactly. Right. You know what I mean? That's, mm-hmm. that's. So first, there were a couple clips of that that went pretty viral online on Twitter. So I was looking through them and I was scrolling through some of the comments just because I was curious to see what people were saying. A lot of love, a lot of love, obviously. And then there would always be like one or two guys and be like, oh, he stepped all over the play-by-play. And I would look at their profile and they were like amateur or college play-by-play yeah. guys. And I was like, oh, dude, no one cares. Like, no one wants to hear. Oh, yeah, he steps back, throws it over to the left. Oh, oh touchdown. <laughs> right. Some kid, some kid, I guess I called him a bum years ago. He's now a media guy. But he posted a... Uh, he posted a tweet about like mocking me being a great guy because of me calling him a bum, mm-hmm. like probably five six years ago to be honest. And um, <laughs> by the way, I was much better on Twitter back then. <laughs> was I not awesome on Twitter back then? I was going after advertisers of the Colts. Oh God, he had to call me no, one. <laughs> he had to. Oh, listen, this is true. It'd be like there there was a thing out for two people in that building at one time. It was like you always got to be uh, leery of what the owner tweets out. 
and we have to clean it up. They'll know what he says stays. And the second one was always McAfee. Whenever there'd be McAfee <laughs> thing out, that there'd be a blow up group text. Hey, check it out real quick. Somebody talk to him or somebody not talk to him or see what it's <laughs> There's only two people. It was her saying McAfee. <laughs> the whole building. So it was somebody's job to get every single notification, like every time he tweets. Oh, yeah. Yes, well, not one person. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was somebody in sponsorship. It was somebody in scouting. Yes. Yeah. There was a fool. Hey, the best were always, hey, Joe, dot, dot. Eat shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was so much better back in the day when I was smaller. I could have real fun. I went after one of the Colts sponsors. Oh, jeez. He had to come talk oh, to me. God. He was like, how do we make this right? I was like, make it right. Was it to- <laughs> Tell them to be a better company. Is it a foreign car company? I won't give them. Won't- <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Was- yeah. that one happened. There was Good also a Lord. jeweler. There was yeah. a jeweler, too, that thanks, happened. Thanks for that. I had to go to the dealership. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, guys, what he meant was... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, is that car deal still on the table? Or? <laughs> They're like, get out. <laughs> Anyways, I call that kid a bum. Do I, because I said something about the media doing something. I didn't have a good relationship with the media. I, didn't, I thought they were the ones who controlled the vision on how people were perceived by the masses, which is what they are, which by is, the way. There's a lot of truth to which that. Is, yeah. Especially when you're calling games. So mm-hmm. if, if I'm a monster punting the ball, Nobody has a clue unless the commentators are saying, hey, this guy is good, right? Mm-hmm. You're shaping people's opinions, sure. basically. Mm-hmm. And I, I said something along those lines, and he was freshly graduated in college or maybe in college to be a mm-hmm. broadcaster. And he said something about him knowing more about something than me. And I just responded to him. And I go, you bum. Like <laughs> and he like he took a picture of it and tweeted it out yesterday and was like, oh, it's nice to hear everybody calling Pat a great guy. This is back when he called a college kid a bum. I was like, <laughs> oh, so I should have buried you hard. Yeah. You motivated him. Yeah, you motivated him to become something. Yeah, he gra- did you graduate, kid? <laughs> Probably was a bum, too. Probably. This yeah. kid, we would never be friends with this kid yeah. for a reason, by the yeah. way, for a reason. Yeah. But I used to be able to do things like that on Twitter. Now, if I do it, fucking million people will attack the bum. It's almost. I don't want to make a burner, but I want to make like a, like just a, like another, like hand this account over. I don't because I've taken so much pride in what I've built. I, I've, with the help, obviously, Foxy, the videos you put together, incredible. That that Titans one you put together and then the year-end review one we put out last night. Couldn't do it without you. But a lot of the building there at Twitter was literally just me and fucking 140 characters. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of pride in it. But, man, back whenever I was smaller, it was a lot more fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much more fun. I could just bury some fuckers. Because <laughs> I don't get to talk shit much as a punter. You don't get to talk shit yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and when someone comes after you too for doing something like in that instance, they, you know, they only do it when they're threatened. Like, oh, obviously I'm looking at something that's way better. I'll never have a chance if this was the future. You know what I mean? Eh, I have and, no idea. Man. Because otherwise, you're just like, uh, you I, just let it go. I really, I knew before that game there was zero nerves. Mm-hmm. There was absolutely zero nerves. First time I did stand up, there was zero nerves. It was just like. Uh, People are either going to like it or they're not. Yep. That's the way it's going to go. Yep. You're either going to love this uh, or you're not. And by the way, if you don't love me earlier, early, some of my closest friends hated me the first couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> Dequel Jackson hated me. He told the story. He fucking hated me. And once you realize, yeah, this is an everyday thing. This isn't just uh, this isn't just every once in a while. This is this is real. Two four seven. This is a real thing. It's. Uh, yeah, I'm very lucky. I'm very very fucking lucky. You guys are the best. Let's get the fuck out of here. We've been here a long time. How are you guys doing? Happy Good. New Year. Oh, you know what? I want to hear some resolutions. Uh, <laughs> nice. I want to hear some resolutions. Todd, resolution? All right. So, obviously, with this weight loss challenge, I'm mm-hmm. cutting weight. Part of that is I'm going to have to exercise. 
in order to keep up. So my my oh. resolution is to be fit for the entire 2019 season. Nice. It's an aggressive resolution. The entire year. It's tough. A whole year. Yeah. Give yourself a break. Somewhere in there. I'll give you I, January, Todd, I, but the, after that. The, yeah. number of times, <laughs> the number of times I'll put on a shirt and like this is what I'm wearing when I go out and then I hit the mirror and I'm like, oh, no, fucking showing off my gut too much. I can't wear that shirt. Mm. That f- happens way too often <laughs> okay. in my life now. So when you do that, mm-hmm. the thought, because uh, I've had this often too, because mm-hmm. I, oh, man, I crash diet and then I'm back mm-hmm. and then I crash mm-hmm. diet and then I'm back. I mean, I ate a family size M&M peanut <laughs> thing <laughs> after fasting for, what, 72 yeah. hours? <laughs> No, it's, so it's, it's not, impressive, I, if anything. Thank you. I am really, I am very much a come and go, easy come, easy go weight guy. Uh, Every time I look in the mirror, though, and I'm a little bit overweight, mm-hmm. I try to talk myself into being like, you You feel this feeling right now, you being fat? Mm-hmm. Remember that you hate this more than you like the taste of food. Right. So then whenever I go eat the food, though, I'm like, oh, I don't hit that fucking that mirror. That's, that's a one mirror thing. It has been tough to do that. Well, and I really haven't exercised in the last decade. So, like... <laughs> I want to see what that does for me. Because I just, if I, maybe, maybe all I got to do is do some sit ups two or three times a week, and then I'll be able to buy that shirt that keeps popping up in my Instagram feed. Like, oh, that hoodie's really cool. I can never wear oh, that. Oh, the one with the shallop at yeah. the bottom? Yeah, oh that God. one is really cool. Can't do that my fucking gut. It's real thin. It's a thin yeah, hoodie. Yeah, yeah. There's no way you could wear that. No, no way. <laughs> me too, by the way. Oh, yeah. No way. I take no offense. You talking about the super cheap ones? They're like yeah. 15, but yeah, don't buy that. It's not going to fit like it looks in that picture. You don't know because yeah. how fat we are right now. But the fact that I can just look at the picture and that know I would look from disgusting Thailand in and it, it ain't, ain't yeah. going to look like that. I've I get had it. Many but things come from there. When you look funny. at a picture, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're an amoeba. You change shape all year round. You can fit in anything. Yeah, I just want to be able to wear some of that shit without without. What? Every time I look at a cool shirt, I have to worry. Oh, is it going to show off my gut or not? Well, hey, Todd, I don't we're behind that. you. I want to let you know I'm behind uh-huh. you. Yep. But I think you should shoot for a six-month thing and, uh, instead of a full year. Give mm-hmm. yourself a little hope there in the summer. <laughs> that at least gets me through the uh, the swimming pool season. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, what do they say? Nothing tastes as good as... Skinny fills. Finny f- I just don't know if I believe that. Hey, you know, I don't agree with that. I gotta get. I gotta get myself to that point. I think Gorman's at that point. Uh, Gorman, you've gotten very skinny over the years. Getting older, bro. You don't see a lot of fat old folks. That's awesome. mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't see a lot of fat old. We're fucking covered by them. Are you kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> everyone old because all fat. the fat old folks die. Yeah, they're all dead. <laughs> they're all dead. I get mocked for eating a subway sandwich every day. Yeah, yeah but that that doesn't make that the whole thing was a lie. Mm-hmm. The guy that was pitching that. Lie. Yeah. The dietary plan of that thing? Lie. It was all a lie. Well, I mean, it's still good. I'm just saying. I'm watching (laughs) you guys eating fucking mushroom poppers every day. I'm going to have a little spinach and chicken breast. Do you work out at all? Because you look very fit. Yeah. Okay, so you spend some gym time. Okay, you do some stuff. You're a tennis guy? Yeah. He's the most racket club looking motherfucker. (laughs) 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 Fucking club med over here. (laughs) Diggs, New Year's resolution. I've had a migraine since Friday. Uh, Apparently that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. I so I assume I, I'm gonna I'm gonna care less this year. I'm gonna stress less. That's good, boy. My Atta man. Boy. Eat Good more, boy. stress less. Diggs, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. Honestly, I don't know how you're gonna be able to do it. <laughs> He's joining a stressful competition. <laughs> I don't know how you're gonna be able to care less, Diggs. Yeah, I, is there I, such a thing as caring less than you? Maybe do. I'll go to the doctor more. <laughs> 
care less. <laughs> That's caring more, I think. I don't gonna, understand how that works. I don't think. <laughs> it's like WebMD. You walk in there, you say something's wrong, you got cancer. It's over. You worry. <laughs> no, I've, I'm thinking this because I've never, I don't get migraines, so I'm starting to think it might be something more. Oh, I used to tell. So maybe live. Get through 20 times. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, survive. I want to live to the roaring 20s. <laughs> okay. The Ooh. roaring 20s is going to be an awesome oh, time. Yeah. Okay. I like okay. that. Good for you. Sam has uh, migraines every once in a while. Yeah. Do they last and time? I don't really get headaches, right? So I always thought headaches were fake. <laughs> I used to get so mad when you would say that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. I, uh, I, he would have a headache. He'd be in like, terrible pain. I'm like, this isn't even real, bro. <laughs> and he's like, I can't. So this I, is I, he almost he wanted to fight me. And then the this migraines, I guess they're a whole other level. Percy Harvin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Percy quick. Harvin IR because oh, of migraines. Oh, no joke. I thought it was, honestly, and I take this back about Percy Harvin, because when it was happening, internally I was like, this guy just doesn't want to play football. <laughs> this guy, I got a headache. I got a headache. Mm-hmm. And then I started getting headaches like within the last like year or two. Mm-hmm. Just as, as once they turned thirty, they're the fucking worst. Oh, yeah. <laughs> These things are the worst. It'd be physically impossible to try to play football with a migraine. I can't even fucking imagine it. They are the worst. I, I was. Just I like, judged them too. I don't I think bad. I've ever exactly. had a migraine. I've had a headache, but I've never had a migraine. Same. Because I've seen people with them. It's like, it feels like someone's been down, drawing right? a fucking hole in my head for the last four days. Yeah. You can't yeah, even like, have lights and stuff. Yeah, your eye doesn't even work right. You've been bed, drinking yeah. water? Huh? Yeah, I'm drinking That's what water. I always said, by the way. I was like, oh, <laughs> dehydrated, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're getting ahead. Those are fake, man. Just drink some fucking water. And I, told, I said the same thing to Sam. My lady, Sam, she gets headaches, migraines, or whatever. I'm like, you need to drink more water. <laughs> Those things aren't even real. And then I got my first one, and I had never seen somebody more like, <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> oh, does it feel like you don't even want to open your eyes right now? Oh, that's a shame. Does it feel like somebody's stabbing you right in your fucking forehead? <laughs> that's what you feel like, huh, Dick? So you just want to survive? Yeah, pretty much. Man. Oh, boy. Appreciate as, you, man. As he drinks water. Yeah. <laughs> that's, from what I've learned in my studies... Water helps. Water's mm-hmm. the best. But also some other really serious drugs you can take for that, I think. I've been trying. Tried. Tried. Oh, like doctor drugs? Or are you talking no, about no, no. street drugs? Street. Yeah. I think there's some street drugs you can take. I've been taking muscle relaxers and a lot of That's weed. what I heard, yeah. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. It didn't help. Really? Vitamins? Yeah, it didn't help. You look relaxed as hell. Thanks, right man. I appreciate that. Yeah, the muscles look very relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, New Year's resolution. Yeah, I got to dial it back a little bit. We're dialing back the mom jokes. We're going to take a step Whoa. back. We're going to go easy. And it's not because I Big feel step. bad nice. it about feels it. It's like you feel bad. No, it's because I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of Gorman crying about it. Yeah, I can't yeah. take it anymore. I did Are you doing he's stuff. texting me over the weekend about tweets. He's going, look what you did to me. <laughs> I didn't do this, bro. <laughs> Who did? Who did? Who did? It's the mafia. They come out and they're like, hey, Gorman's mother was underneath uh, him. Everything is Gorman's mother was underneath All right. Hold on. Who, who no, did? then I get one. Oh, the one I text you, the one I screenshot. I'm like, come on, bro. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, what do you, I didn't send that? it. What do you want from me? Yeah, but you started. You brought everybody in the yeah, arena. No you brought like, everybody okay, in. Yeah. To, no to one's where? making those jokes if it wasn't for you. Brought everybody into where, Gorman? To the arena, and so, so, so they're all teeing off on me. Oh, your, well, they're all teeing off on Dodie. to your mom's house. <laughs> <laughs> to Dolores' house. <laughs> Oh, no. Jesus. You already oh. fucking blew that resolution. Oh, it's, it's still Here 2018, buddy. <laughs> Are you still doing the January thing that you talked about? I want to, but it's my dad's birthday in January, so I feel like I owe it to him. <laughs> Nick wasn't going to drink all I was going to go sober completely January, so I still might do that. I might take a, I might oh, take a day God. or two. You'll be a joy to, to be go. around. <laughs> Christ. That's not what your mom said. <laughs> like, you, you, yes! Let like me have one day here. Yeah. Gotta get him out. Let me have one day. Norman, yeah. your New Year's resolution? Yeah, it's a two-parter. 
both work-related. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. First off, i got to figure out the guy who I work for. Okay? I can't figure him out. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm not having trouble. I know him pretty well and stuff, but he comes fucking barreling through the doors today. Don't anybody talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even look at me. Yeah. I need some time now. i got to interview in 30 minutes. No questions. That's it. Leave me alone. Yep. What was your problem with that? He comes walking out of his office basically with a microphone. Okay, here's what I got. What do you want us to do? You want us to shut up and fucking bury our face in the thing? Dix, okay. please, Dix, please in, in, inform him why. Well, you, he came in and he didn't want to talk to us because he wanted to save it for in here. Yeah. On the microphone. Uh, for the microphone. But then when he came back out, <laughs> you just have to tiptoe your way around that conversation without bringing up things that would be brought up in On here. The yes. Show. So, you, so, there, so this is a little... Gym- two different, two different yeah. things. Hey, listen, yeah. this is a little mental gymkhana. Okay? Yeah. You got to bounce around. Okay. What can we talk it's about? It's a mental mindset without, out there. Without spoiling yeah. show. Got because it. Because my first response, best response... So if it, if it, if it's a forced question of an answer I've already had that everybody's already heard before, by the way, right. not going to be good. Mm-hmm. Same yeah. thing with everybody else in the room. Sure. So we ran into these issues where we, yeah. I would come into this office and we're all friends, so we all want to talk. Mm-hmm. We'd have a full conversation and it's like, fuck, <laughs> <laughs> we talked about everything. <laughs> we just got to cover everything. I actually thought about having my phone mic'd up at all times so we could catch conversations <laughs> like, yeah, that happen. So when I came in, I knew there was going to be a lot of questions. I knew there was going to be a lot of no questions. questions. No fucking questions. And it's a, it's, it's a ongoing joke, obviously, but it is a real thing, too. It's like, yo, don't let's not fuck this conversation up now. Let's have it on the microphone. You're the new Zito. Like, Zito used to be the king of fucking Oh, my God. Used Zito to. did it today. Used he did to. it fucking yeah. today. No questions. Hey, soon, one question. As soon as I walk in, I go, listen... And then, uh, by the way, I came back out of my office. Great to see everybody. (laughs) 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 But as soon as I get done screaming, no motherfucking questions. I I, I don't even think I took a breath after that word. Zito goes, quick question. (laughs) (laughs) I will say I have toned it back a little bit. (laughs) I think so. Like, we'll be sitting on the chairs, and Zito will bring up, like, this incredible topic. Like, that (laughs) is, like, the funniest thing he said in fucking months. It's like a game at this point. I'm like, all right. I, I love when he does it because it's like a challenge. Like, all right, this is the stupidest question I've ever been asked, but yep. can I fucking make him laugh with the answer? It's, it's like fucking a little fucking game we play. No, but Todd, really I enjoy it. As a business, Save as a it. small business, the, the little bit of intelligence and magic that comes out of Zito's mouth, we need it to be recorded. Yeah, yeah, well, I will right. tell you, though, it, it keeps morale up, though. Anywhere else, it keeps morale up. What do you mean anywhere else? Outside this room. So there's any morale down, I'm bringing it up out there. There's a lot of weight. See, this is that mental gymkhana that I'm sure your brain has quit on early. (laughs) (laughs) But, Zito, you have these moments of the most brilliant things I've ever heard in my entire life. Just somehow out of nowhere, it just (sighs) comes out. And literally every person in room stops when that happens. (laughs) Then there's also this other side that's just down here at the bottom. Mm -hmm. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Tell them what you said yesterday, Zito. I can't oh, wait to hear it. Uh, Guinness beer is the lightest beer. Oh, Ireland. I heard that. I saw that on somebody's story. Yeah. I don't even know how that comes out of your face. It, also, it, it is the lightest beer. To me, it is. He also wanted to argue that we shouldn't <laughs> celebrate like, I, on New Year's Eve. We should celebrate on New Year's Day. No, I said I got confused. What no, yeah. So what night actual... do I get drunk? Tonight or tomorrow? <laughs> That's I mean, you literally asked know. that. I never know. I just follow each other's plans. <laughs> <laughs> what night do we get drunk? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it's like tomorrow should, night, right? It no, should no, be no. New Year's Eve. It, New Year's Day should be the day you party. So I didn't know that they treat New Year's Day with as much respect as they do. They it's, shut down stores. It's oh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's confusing. Winter it's, classic. It's like the same as the same as Christmas as far as like stores being open. I, yeah. I had no fucking idea. I mean, I sent in a group text. Oh, shit. Tomorrow's New Year's Eve. I guess. I almost wrote like, I guess tomorrow's New Year's Eve. It was so reluctant. It was awesome. We got we got away in New Year's Day. Well, today yeah. we would weigh in. Tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow we'll have our first weigh in. We're going to weigh in. We're going live probably 10, uh, uh, we said 10 a.m. Let's make it noon. Okay. okay. So we'll go live at noon. The way in, the, the official weight loss challenge begins today at noon. First weigh in. Bet at mybookie.ig. Odds are out. Odds are mm-hmm. out. Well, hey, give me, uh, who's, who's, uh, uh, who's Zito's the favorite. Uh, I think plus 170 something. something plus like 175. And then uh, Tim McAfee is second favorite. I don't know his exact odds. Plus 230. Plus, and then I'm third at plus 300. So you're going to make money regardless if you bet on this. Everything Especially if you bet on Todd. Especially if you bet on Todd. Get your, cheers, Todd. I'm like plus 375 or yeah. something. Yeah. Underdogs, baby. Underdogs. That's a like dog. It's a good position. Mybookie.ag. Promo code PAT. Get 50% bonus on your first deposit. Mm-hmm. Get your bets in now. Everybody's an underdog. Everybody's in a year. Got good Diggs money is good, on. clearly going to win, and he's got the best can value. I, can I give you it's a, the, it's the free, value pick. I'll give you a Nick, free win. Nick and Diggs are a team. Zito and Evan are a team. Uh, Connor and Todd are a team. Mm-hmm. And Ty and Tim McAfee are a team. That's why Nick just said what he just said. Don't take that with anything <laughs> else. <laughs> Let me give you a Ride free win. The, uh, the over-under for total for the winner on uh, Lost Pounds is 32. Hammer the over 32 on that. Ooh. It's a good hit. Okay, there's free money. So you Whoa. bet on everybody. You're making money back on your money. You mm-hmm. use the promo code PAT. You're making money on your money. And the over of the 32 pounds, Diggs just said, is a guarantee. And he's a competitor in the weight loss challenge. Yeah, it's wow. a guaranteed lock. Zito what? did 32 last time, and we didn't even work out. Yep. I did 28 last time and didn't work out. I assume we're going to lose more than 32. I, you know what I'm going to say? You know what I'm going to say? What are you going to say, dude? What are you going to say? You know how you all... I've been living a pretty good life. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, yeah. Not bad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If somebody asked me to go back right now and work out with Mike Barwis, <laughs> my college coach, strength coach, mm-hmm. which I did get asked whenever he had a TV show called American Muscle and Discovery Channel, mm-hmm. I was asked directly, Pat, will you come work out for this show? I looked right at his face. <laughs> and I said, when I was broke, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm comfortable now. There is no way I would go through one of your fucking workouts ever again. I'm worried you all might be a little bit too soft. Mm -mm. I don't know if that edge is still there. I don't know if Zito, who is still trying to make his way in this office, would just sit there and only eat four pieces of lettuce on a daily basis for 30 days and lose 32 pounds. I don't know if it still exists. I think you would if you put $9,999 to win. Mm -hmm. Oh, so that's that's the driving force? Oh, yeah. Yeah. $9,999 $9,999 is the driving force. Yeah, what do you think I'm doing What are you getting for? for it? What are you getting with it? Uh, I'm definitely putting it down to a new car. My lease is coming up. And then... How much is the down payment on a new car for it, a lease? It depends. You can put it whenever. But if however much you put down, it, your monthly payment is less. So, so you being smart financially, you put more down up front. So my monthly payment is less. Obviously. But that's also, smart financial uh, the girlfriend takes. keeps saying, if I win, we're getting a new fucking dog. Oh. You're Ooh. buying a dog with that for the brand? That's what I've been told. What? <laughs> Just go adopt a dog. Oh. No, you think I would adopt a fucking dog? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a fucking brand new fucking. <laughs> Next, let's assume. Let's assume that just like you said last week, your opinion changed every day. <laughs> let's hope in 30 days from now we'll get you to adopt, not shop, 70 bucks. But you're going oh, with forgot. you're going with the down. Yeah, adopt, adopt, adopt. We have yeah, in a week things will change. Right? 
That's on me. But a down payment for a car. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And the possibly, I have a whole list. I had a list of. By the way, a new animal. Even if you buy it, you're saving it for whatever. You're, mm-hmm. Don't worry about that. Get it home. You should definitely adopt. Let's not get crazy because you're feeding into things that are terrible whenever you buy dogs. But ah, neither here nor there. Big, big puppy mill guy. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. I, I did have a list here. Wish list when have money again. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, a new car, a street bike, finish my tattoo sleeve. An AR-15, <laughs> enroll in a 401k. <laughs> what are you, what are you, How much I don't know if you're you? 18 or 45. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a diverse portfolio of things. All right, our street bike, AR-15. Also, 401k, of course. Give me some stocks and bonds. Oh well, you know. After your gun just got stolen, you want to get your AR-15 stolen? Oh, you can travel that one around? <laughs> yeah, yeah, throw it in the truck. Put it in the Kia. Yeah. That's home defense. <laughs> you should probably take some of that money get uh, new locks on your cars, I think, instead. <laughs> no, it was the key fob malfunction. Mm. Uh, who, Zito, what is your... Uh... Um, 2019, no more, you get it work, 100%. Actually, 95%. 95%. Wow. Are you clapping for yourself? Yeah. Yeah. No more you get it, more you got it work. Oh! Oh. Nice. Let's go, Zito. It's the last two months. Uh, Two months, you think? Yeah. I'm thinking that one doesn't get off the ground. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking that plane Uh, is... I don't think it does. (laughs) I don't think that's getting off the ground, Zito. Because, I mean, that is basically you, though. I mean, that is... It's the gift of Zito and... (laughs) The curse. The curse. The gift is the curse. Uh, incredible job uh, by the team, by the way, putting together those Colt shirts. Mm-hmm. Incredible job. Those shirts look good. They those Eagle shirts look good, too. Eagle shirts yeah. are good. I like that Eagle shirt. I might wear that Eagle shirt. Too. I really wanted a Pittsburgh rerun the North shirt. Didn't happen. Yep. How'd you feel sitting there watching Cleveland? Um, so because How about when he didn't challenge it? Right, and that could have been the game winner for them when he, yep. when Williams didn't tra- challenge it. Could have been a game winner. All I could think of was Diggs talking about, I don't know why I expected Greg fucking Williams <laughs> to challenge the right call and the Browns to win. I thought there was going to so, be a full-on. It, it was actually a weird week for me because I was a Browns fan this week, so I had no expectations going to the game. Yeah. So there was no like real letdown yesterday, actually. I didn't think they were going to win at all. So there was no real letdown. So like, and then I had this fucking pounding headache the entire game. So I was a little more reserved than normal. And then when it when it ended, there was like five ten minutes of disappointment. And then there was a weird sense of relief. Like it was, it was awkward. It was a weird day for me. So you're like, I don't have to care anymore. Yeah, it was kind of felt good actually to not have to care because this Steelers season has been quite an up and down. It's been one. unbelievable. There's from fucking starting the overtime game week one. Oh, uh, every, before every, week one. Yeah, well, that's... Le'Veon Bell, I mean, there's... It's, literally every it's the off season. There was, like, two games all season, like the Falcons and maybe one other game where shit wasn't just off the wall the entire Hey, Mark Madden saying Antonio Brown could have played, chose not to. <laughs> that's all right. I mean, you, if you can't beat the Bengals without Antonio yeah, didn't, Brown, it, you don't deserve to be. I was Bengals. tweeting about the Browns, like, complaining about the Browns. Jarvis Landry missed that one catch and blah, blah. And guys like, oh, well, Steelers are losing right now. It doesn't even matter, like... Is this your first Steelers Bengals game, bro? Like they're gonna win. This is what happens. They play down the first half, they suck, and then they come back and win. The Bengals do what the Bengals do and fuck it up. How about <laughs> speaking of doing what they normally do, Gabbert Cuzzy. Oh, <laughs> I got a text damn. from Gorman. It was like Gabbert's <laughs> You said you're he's gonna throw two picks late. I, I was I was confident he was gonna throw another pick after he's the on the award. Four minute left. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> <on the laughs> we all knew what was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful, man. 
good mustache on him, though. Mm-hmm. I think the Colts are a really good team right now. Yeah. That defense. I, I like them. That defense. Man. I like them a lot. I'm man. all in. They're playing for each other, too. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it seems Aaron Rodgers said in um, the pre-production conversation what he's looking for in the next coach, and he said camaraderie matters. And I think I've said this a lot. Mm-hmm. If you like your, your teammates, you're going to play so much harder and better for them because you're playing for them, not with them. And it's a big deal. That Colts team seems to be synced up really, really well. They like each other. I was watching videos from the the airplane after the game last night. Whole place is dancing, much like that Eagles fucking team meeting video I saw. That team likes each other a lot. And I think Frank Reich and Andrew Luck are very much on similar wavelength when it comes to brains and the way they act. I think he's pulling the strings and Andrew Luck is loving it. I think they are a dangerous team. I think they're a very dangerous team. Did you see T.Y. do the avoid getting Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was running yeah. down the right side. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. a talented guy. Dude. I'm telling you, he's a talented guy at that. And you know, you can tell his ankle hurts so oh, bad. Oh, yeah. But he's, he's still he's making up. the plays. Yeah. It's fucking incredible to watch. There's that one that was real tight that he dropped. Mm-hmm. I yeah. bet you he is, He was very – he's got oh, like that – like. Uh, underdog mentality mm-hmm. he always has always will i think they look good man patriots oh yeah we're ba- i mean patriots uh, are the patriots yeah we said this a, w- a while ago who do they lose to you think somebody uh, in the playoffs yeah uh i think we lose to colts uh probably the jets week one because we're winning the super bowl <laughs> baby <laughs> we're going back and we're winning the fucking super bowl no way yeah way not yeah way. No not way. after 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 see, watching brady sling it watching the deep defense play at home because i think the chiefs are going to lose to the chargers and i think the chargers are going to have to come to town i'll tell you what i love what you just did right there because us all saying no way and you saying that if it does happen yeah. it's going to be an incredible clip for well, you this is exactly what happened in in uh week three after week three i said they were going to somehow still end up with a bye Somehow yeah. still end up with a home field advantage and go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, division's I agree. terrible. I agree. You have said it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter. Football is ha- football, man. Detroit Lions beat the uh, Patriots. Yeah, this year. A, they, lot, yeah. a lot of things had to fall into place for us to still. They're not fuck out of here. They ain't winning it this yeah, year. Really? Not, You're a negative. You say right. no way. Whatever. I said Whatever. no way to him when he first said it. Here we are. I, I, would, I wouldn't doubt it. But I you mean, can't say no to that. Tom Brady, playoffs. Bill Belichick, playoffs. Honestly, I have no idea. Who's gonna? It's wide open. Yeah, it's wi- especially the AFC. The AFC is wide open. So I mean, is the NFC. But the Saints and nobody can really hang in the Superdome. Nobody can hang in that place. I think they can. Yeah, but it, all it takes they is right. Oh, Drew Brees gets a. Oh, even the greats every once in a while will yeah. miss a, they a been throw. As you know, what I mean? really like my gut. I like Chicago. My gut's oh, selling go. me Chargers. I'm looking at the Chargers. I'm like, this could There's be. There's another AFC. Could be Rivers. That's who I think is coming to us. Could be his last run. I think it's a good time for them to do yeah. something. They special. have good odds too. It's like 18 to one. Nope. Colts are going to be the Texans. So the Colts are going to go to the Chiefs, and then yeah, the Chargers know. are going to go to. They played three times. This is the third time they've played this year. They just lost at home to the Colts. Like you think they're going to lose back to back games at home against the Colts? I just don't that, see it happening. Texans. That O line oh, yeah. is. I like. Dog the, shit. I like the Texans, but uh, PFF Mike. Yep. Yeah, called it. Called it before the season even started. He was <laughs> yeah. on. The Bachelorette, this motherfucker. He was an intern for us for a week and a half. He is a good dude at PFF. He said going into this season that the Houston Texans have the worst documented offensive line in the history of football, he said. And exact words. It. And it has happened. It's but bad. still, though, the Texans have won the AFC South without it. But in the playoffs, that's when those little things get exposed. I've been on a couple teams where stuff like that has happened because all it is is this like the speed of the NFL in preseason is like. Um, Say two gears above what normal college games are. 
Okay. NFL mm-hmm. preseason, like two, two gears above whatever a college game is. Then when you get in a regular season, it's like somehow everybody's gotten faster again. And then when you get in the playoffs, it's like, hey, we got nothing next week, really, potentially. It is all out speed. And then you get into the Super Bowl, it's just full on car crashes, everybody flying. The playoffs are just another level. And it's not another level for every team, by the way. It's only another level for the teams that are real. And I think this is when we're going to learn a lot about teams that are for real and teams that are not. And I'm excited for it because this year has been wild. Here's why the Texans have no fucking chance. So each of these quarterbacks threw around 650 times. Luck was sacked 18 times. Patrick Mahomes was sacked 26 times. Sean Watson was sacked 61 times. Jeez. Aaron Rodgers was at 50 some, I guess. This the year. second most sacks in the entire since 2006. Mm. In a season? Yes, in a season. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, that's a shit. You he's a stud, too, right? Michael Jordan, they say he's coming back mm-hmm. off an injury. He's just getting knocked on his ass. Yep. That's stud. 60 sacks. Nobody's lot. talking Baltimore. What's going on with Baltimore? Hey. I think they're the very high school offense is going to get fucked Hold on. I think they're very Hold on, dangerous. Hold on sure. though. In the playoffs, if some team can go to uh, Gillette and 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 beat those guys, yeah, that's, that's ball a ball. running ball, a running game. Hey, let's control the time. Let's do all this. That is, but what's going to happen is if they make, let's say they make it to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. some defense coordinator is going to have two weeks to prepare for that. Mm-hmm. They have no shot. That's what I think. I think they'll be really good. I'm intrigued to see what they do with that offensive style in this offseason mm-hmm. to see how they change it because I do believe that NFL defensive coordinators and NFL coaches are smart enough and players too. They figure out these That's things. why I'm very interested to see what the Chargers do because they already played them once and they got the best of them. They beat them up a little bit. Now Chargers get a second crack at it. I don't know. We'll I, see. I'm intrigued because it just everything comes. Remember the Wildcat was just like yeah. the greatest <laughs> thing yeah, ever. The like, Wildcat and then RPOs is everything, everything, and then it's gone. And then <laughs> anytime RG3 came in, he won Offensive Rookie of the Year when Andrew Luck broke Peyton Manning's records mm-hmm. here because he changed the game. And then Chip Kelly, all these things are supposed to happen. All these things are supposed to change it. And and then you just get some genius because all you need is one out of all of them to d- stop it once. And then everybody else is like, oh, there it is. That's mm-hmm. exactly yep. how we figured out. But I don't doubt that Harbaugh and Lamar and them will be able to adjust it in this offseason. I think they're going to be able to really come. Next year, I think that Ravens team is going to be yeah. dangerous. I, I, just, think- I think any team whose defense is good enough that they can hold anybody to 14 points or less is, has a chance of winning the whole Old thing. school football. Yeah. Too. Sam Cook punting, grinding, pond, literally. Ugh. I love the people. Mm-hmm. Remember, I said it last week. The people were like, "Hey, props to Seabass, yeah." What do you do? I mean, just delivers kick. Last week, the people. Uh, <laughs> somebody <laughs> tweeted that the Lombardi guy tweeted that the Ravens might be able to be really good if they let Lamar do more or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, they are just winning. That's yeah. all, that's all they're doing. Like, I think they got to figure it out. It's real though. Yeah. All you gotta do sure. is get one more point than the other team. Mm-hmm. How you do yeah. it? Mm-hmm. And he's and yeah, he can. He can expose uh, a bad defense as well as anybody. I mean, he's fucking – that dude is – He's the most real. athletic dude on the field probably. Yeah. I mean, corners obviously. Corners very athletic. But he looks faster than everybody. He looks mm-hmm. like he's just – he looks like a real – Got to see how he holds up. He's running the ball a lot. He's going to yeah, take some shots. He has the T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. He has no, the yeah, T.Y. Hilton not take big shots. He's he, smart about he, it. But he eventually he's going to get – regardless, he's going to get tagged a few times. We'll see if he holds up. He's a thin guy. I honestly yeah, believe that, that that ability to not get hit is a real talent. I think mm-hmm. it because at the beginning, I think when I saw Ty do it the first time, everybody started yelling at him, and I was like, "Oh man, maybe stay in." And then once you see him like for two, three years do mm-hmm. it, you're like, 
Oh. Pat, that came from Marvin. Yes, exactly. Who then went to Reggie. Yes. And Reggie went to T.Y. Yeah, like, exactly. Get down, bro. You're, you know, you're 185 pounds. Get the hell down. Hey, way to go. You just picked up two more yards. Yeah. Uh, you, <laughs> ran that, you ran that corner over. Instead of being a 32-yard game, it's a 34-yard game. That's crazy. It's 100% right. But people crushed him for it early, just like they probably crushed Marv, which they probably crushed Reggie. It's a real talent. I think Lamar has it. Lamar Jackson has that talent. They're huh? this year's... Last year's Eagles. Does that make sense? Baltimore is last year's Eagles. No? In what uh, way? Just like, uh, not there. Nobody give well, a chance. Well, you know what? Lamar they Jackson in. starts for Flacco. Really defense. Yeah. They go on a run. Really good defense. Seems like they like each other. I think Lamar Jackson probably loved in Baltimore, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. sure. Probably loved in Baltimore. His answers have all been good, too. Like, one of the reporters asked him, like, what do you think about, like, this being your team now? And he's like, well, I don't think it's my team. Like, it's our team. We're a unit. Everybody oh, wins so together. Everybody gotcha plays together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a we're, we're a togetherness kind of there in Baltimore. I like that. that tough, yeah. tough for Flacco to walk in that complex last couple of weeks. I mean, it's, he's been doing everything right, smiling, helping the kid out and everything. Well, but you're driving by yourself to the complex uh, to be a backup, he's making twenty so. million. I mean, I you know what, Jacksonville. Maybe he's about done, you know. Well, you never, we yep. talked about it. Like, if Lamar takes a shot, if he takes a good one, you're going to need Joe. Joe Flacco comes back. Jalen Hurts. <laughs> oh. Jalen Hurts situation. I can't wait for the playoffs, man. Uh-huh. I'm excited for it. Shout out to Seabass, man. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get the it. fuck out of here. <laughs> hashtag end gang, hashtag end game. Send us some um, New Year's resolutions that make us laugh. At Tom McComas, at Diggs with a Z on Twitter, at not the fake Diggs on Instagram. <laughs> we're, work, we're working on that. I emailed some lady with 16 followers if I could get at D-I-G-Z. We'll oh, she, yeah, yeah, on both. What'd she say? Uh, she didn't get back to me. Buck yet. up. Buck up. It's wild. I'm trying to match. You pay 100 for that? I got, no. a lot of, I got a lot of tweets, by the way, to go to the sardine can in Green Bay. I guess that place is electric. Strip club? No, uh, it sounds like, sounds like one. It sounds like one. <laughs> 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 oh, no, that's what they call okay. Gordon's mom. Oh, no. Okay, guys, welcome to the Sardine Club. <laughs> Coming up next is Cinnamon on stage two. <laughs> sardine can. Can, have a little respect. Uh, Pat Anger told me to go to Bean Snappers. That, yeah. I guess, yeah. is a... Bean oh, snappers. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bean yeah. snappers is okay. a legendary fucking name. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's an adult ballet. I didn't go anywhere though, but I was getting like these hateful tweets from people at Sardine Can. Very friendly at the beginning. Was that like two a.m. comments too? The whole thing. The, the 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 place actually sent me a DM on Instagram. I read it. Very nice. I guess that place is wild, though. I've heard that place is wild in Green Bay. I want to give them a lot of respect for trying to get me to come out. And see the place, but I knew if I go in there, what happens? I probably missed the game on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry for missing it, the sardine can, but I will at some point in my life come back to the sardine can because I've heard nothing but legendary stories about this place. I yeah. would go there and just be like, uh, yeah, we're packed like sardines in here. All right. Okay. <laughs> First hike of the year. Oh, Happy New Year, bro. He gone. <laughs> he actually put that thought into words. Like he, he was like, "Yeah, I should let this come out of my mouth." It's, mm-hmm. food. it's foods here, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Genius. That's exactly what I was saying earlier. Brilliant and, and dumb. At Nick Moraldo, at Moraldo four one two on Instagram. Yeah, I tried to buy the other one. They, they tried to extort me. Oh yeah, how much? 
couple hundred bucks. I was like, I'll give you 75. A couple <laughs> hundred bucks? I don't got to just lay it around. <laughs> yeah. Well worth Come it. Come on, let's go. Let's get a bet in. Let's get I you a couple. I got debts. Oh, student I'm working on it. I'm working yeah. on it. Hey, student loan in 2019 is going to all come in to, to an end, I think. That's why I pushed it off. I pushed mine all off for another year. Attaboy. I'm going to push it off for another year, too. I was in some corporate meetings where they think a possible recession is coming in 2019. Uh, Happy New Year, by the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> he puts on the matern sweater. You're so dumb. <laughs> way to go, Z. Welcome back. Oh, thank you. Stretch the neck hole out. Yeah, we got to return that. Neck hole. Yeah, I bought it already. <laughs> Will you take it easy on that mic? You listen to him breathe, man. <laughs> I'm worried you're going to die. I am. You had the pesto pasta today. You're losing how many? 52. 52? Mm-hmm. We're in, going back to In back. 30 days? Yeah. He is the reigning, <laughs> defending, undisputed weight loss champion of PMI <laughs> from Chicago, Illinois, hailing from Cuba. Viva Lazito. Que pasa? You think you're going to lose 52 pounds? Yes. It's a lot. How? I have a lot to lose. <laughs> When's the last time you weighed about 205, 210? Uh, freshman year of high school. Oh, those knees are going to be so happy. <laughs> oh, my God. They're going to be so fast again. <laughs> hey, maybe set up some races in the back there for like a week or two while you still have that weight off at the end of this month. <laughs> Will you ever think about sticking with the potential fitness uh, after this month, you think? Well, I said the last time I was going to stick with it, but like once you taste food again, you're just like, oh my God, it's amazing. I'm back! <laughs> 52 pounds is going to be impressive to watch. Yeah. You're the favorite right now. I believe so, yes. How's that feel? Make you nervous. Uh, I'd rather be at the underdog, but I don't... Eh. I've been there before, though. Exactly. Uh, Connor just pointed point. at Z or at Todd, saying the underdog. Yeah, <laughs> fucking go. Hey, Todd. you're in full motivational mode, huh? Oh yeah, I'm all. Just wait for the fit I come into tomorrow with. You're in a jumpsuit uh, right now. Just wait. <laughs> well, wait, this is my this is my uh, this is my uh, end of the year jumpsuit, though. This is different. What What are you doing here? So uh, you know, I think in 2018, you know, uh, we were space cadets. He's getting himself ready to launch in 2019. I'm graduating. I'm going to be an astronaut in 2019. I'm going to be a real, the real thing. Okay, I'm proud of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that your resolution to become an astronaut? Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to leave. You know, I'm going to leave everything in 2018 and be better in 2019. Look at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to okay. be an astronaut. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be an astronaut. Yeah, not just a space cadet. I'm not out to lunch anymore. No, no. We're eating lunch now. You're right. You're not a magician. <laughs> you're an illusionist. Exactly. Yeah. Taking up space, huh? Yeah, not anymore. No. Well, you are. If you're going to be a fucking astronaut, you're taking up space. <laughs> oh, taking up space. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. We call it espace <laughs> in, uh, <laughs> up in uh, NASA. Need a rim shot on that. You call it spas? It, uh, it's the it's French. Espace. It starts with the knee. I don't respect. Know. I respect yeah. that. I can't wait to see your 2019, Connor. You're proud of Todd. You think Todd's going to do well? Oh, absolutely. I don't 52 think... pounds. You anywhere near that, Todd? No way. You don't have 52. Uh, no, but it's not on. It's by dive. It's not on. It's not on that number. It's on percentage. So what are you doing? Apples, cigarettes, and <laughs> and a lot of running, a lot of cardio, <laughs> a shit ton of cardio. What Which are going to be rough with the cigarettes? Yeah, it's going to be tough with the cigarettes. But yeah, we're going to also. I'm going to run. I'm going to run. I'm start running and see what that does. Yeah. If I get in a panic mode, then I'll go. To, I'm not afraid to go. When's the last time you ran? Seriously, a mile. I'm not scared to go where. Starvation. Starvation. <laughs> uh, probably seven years ago. Okay, yeah. walk till tomorrow. I mean, just the first week, just walk. Well, just walk. Be a fast tomorrow we're gonna walk. do. Tomorrow hey, we're gonna do a couple walking uh, stints. Walking's a real deal, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You put a little fucking incline on that thing and walk. It's a mm-hmm. real deal mm-hmm. thing. Real deal. Oh, Day yeah. one, Corey Gregory thinks I'm gonna do lunges for 20 straight minutes. 
What was that? <laughs> 20 just straight minutes. <laughs> I think it might be. Dude. I think it might be. <laughs> I thought you said mentins. No, I might have a stroke. Two small toast. Hey, you're 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 a director of physical. Yeah, Corey Gregory. Who works out every morning at 4 a.m. Hey, CoreyGFitness.com. Download the app now. <laughs> How much are you making on the side? <laughs> Don't worry about that. <laughs> but he has my uh, he has my schedule laid out hourly throughout the day. Oh, you got no shot. Diggs is a known <laughs> quitter, Corey. Adapt to the guy. I did not quit last time on this competition. Hey, okay. you know what? You put in a, a very impressive effort. It's last the only thing time. I tried all year, besides my job, obviously. Uh, obviously. <laughs> uh, obviously. 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 All right, I'm proud of you guys. I'm excited. Uh, New Year's resolution, Foxy? Yeah, in 2019, I told you this already. Done being a fuck boy. No way. Yeah, done being a fuck boy. Nick, how do you feel about him? <laughs> what are you like, look at this fucking guy. <laughs> also, I have a group one. Uh, let's, let's get rich. Let's get rich in 2019. I like that one. That's wealthy. the wealthy. more important one. Wealthy. 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 Yeah. wealthy. There you go. Let's get rich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's get wealthy. <laughs> Either is fine with me. Yeah. Hey, uh, Nick, you think he's got any hope on that first one? I think he's got a couple weeks in him. We'll see. What does that even He's mean? gonna be alert. He's uh, gonna be you know, on guard. Diggs, you know what it means. Diggs, you know exactly. If what you it know means. me, I think you know what it means. Everybody knows what it means. Yeah, okay. Foxy, I'm excited for your 2019. Thank you. You know, Foxy might have sex too. Wow. Mm, we'll, we'll, see. we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I put that on my resolution <laughs> for me. Yeah, yeah. What is yours? <laughs> Appreciate that. My resolution is to um, maintain happiness. Okay. That's a big deal. Maintain mm-hmm. happiness. Mm-hmm. And I think that covers a lot of bases. A lot of people sent me tweets uh, telling me either they were thank- thankful, uh, proud, or some people even on the bad side that I didn't, I didn't try to change in there on the, in the broadcast booth. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a part of happiness. I'm very comfortable with who I am. <clears throat> and I think that's a part of happiness, right? I'm very, very comfortable. I'm going to be me in every situation, even if it gets me fired, which is... I mean, that is possible. Granted, me wearing the trench coat or the the pea coat over the sleeveless hoodie in the interview with Matt Patricia, me kind of being fake a little bit, but I read the, I read the room. I had to read yeah, the room. Yeah, sure. yeah that wasn't yeah. you being fake. That was just you avoiding a situation. Adapting. But I think that's a big part of happiness, right? Is like knowing who you are and uh, being comfortable with it. I think that's you. And, and that's what I want. I want to maintain happiness in 2019. And also, um, I'd like to echo Foxy's second one. I'd like us all to get very wealthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. I think that's the plan. Let's do it. I, I think that's the <laughs> plan. And then I'll, I'll, the plan is to go to an island. Yep. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows this. Mm-hmm. The plan is to go to an island. And somehow that island will have better Wi-Fi than uh, playing joint. <laughs> <laughs> the Gorman setup. I already talked to him twice. The island or the plane? We got we got we got, got Wi Fi. It's gonna be fucking what do they call it? Air Force One? <laughs> yeah. You fly out. <coughs> no, no, no. That place uh, they were very nice. Yeah, they're good people. Like that no, they're very good people. So if they're listening, I apologize for Gorman be going off about the Wi Fi. It just happened in a conversation. I did <laughs> I didn't, it wasn't a real complaint. You guys did great. I appreciate it. Um, Ty. Uh, I think I'm just going to try to quit chewing at no some point. No way. Oh, that's not you. I think that's what you said last year. I did. Didn't really try, though. Didn't uh, hey. Didn't really want to. I think I'm ready, though. I need yeah. to quit. Yeah. Black mm-hmm. Buffalo quit as well, or... You just quitting tobacco or quitting just chewing period? No, like chewing period. Okay. I, don't, I, don't, wow. I don't want that vice anymore, so I'm going to try to get rid of it. Because it's the habit, right? Yeah. I don't... Uh, I mean, like, I... I I don't have any sort of buzz from it anymore or anything. It's just uh, it's an oral oh. fixation now. Hey, you know the headaches you're about to get when you mm. get out of there. Mm. Mm. 
They're tough. You'll be on that Diggs level. Yeah, better drink water. Drink water, man. On your detox. The two DTs is a real fucking thing. Oh, yeah, I know. I've been through the throws of it a couple times. but. Ty, you're all, you're already so pleasant. I don't know if <laughs> I, I think you're how worth much it. more pleasant you could get. Hey, I want to let you know. I think you're worth it. It's man. not for me. It's not for well, me. I, it's I for do. us. I it's do. for you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it is. <laughs> I need you to live a little, little bit longer than what you are trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> I need you. I do. Maybe we add that one in there. Can we add a one A? Yeah, sure. <laughs> the things that you let into your body. Well, that was that was going to be the other one is uh, to not order out as much. I mean, I'm that. not even talking about that. I'm talking about the seven Red Bulls. A day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've cut back on Red Bull quite a bit. Okay, good. Time. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. That's so. good news. Mm-hmm. Think about the amount of money you would save if you didn't order out oh, 365 God. days a year. Oh. I know. I could buy a new car. Hey, <laughs> that food though is so good, especially when it just comes to your. Oh, it is, so, and I'm too so fucking good. lazy. And, and you don't, don't have to do anything. I don't want to make anything. Maybe, maybe my goal is to have a chef in here for us. Who? Um, no, granted, that's going to be tough. <laughs> Yeah. But how No, that wouldn't be easy. They could probably I don't want to say meal plan for you guys, but they could make that food. That would be awesome. They could make food for you to take home. The Colts had a had a guy named Dwight who would have to make specialty orders for like Dwight Freeney yeah. and like these people have special diets. Yeah. It was Rain, awesome. Yeah, reindeer meat. Yeah, it was like awesome. <laughs> Seriously, like It was awesome watching it happen because Dwight uh, was the man, Chef D was the absolute man, OG and the whole thing. And watching him have to like learn with the new food trends so that he could it was awesome to watch. It was like Vontae was on a good diet, Freeney was on this wild fucking diet. It was it was great. I would like to have that for you guys. That'd so be you awesome. guys or just someone to tell us what to buy and no, how to you'll make never it. do it. I've had <laughs> no, no, because I I know that yeah. because I have met with like five nutritionists that have all been employed probably by the Colts and I've been forced to talk to. And I always go in there with a good attitude. Mm-hmm. This is what I would like. I'd like a jawline. <laughs> yeah. Can we get a jawline for the kid? I'd also like the gut not to be there as much. So just like Todd said earlier, I can mm. wear better wear better clothes that mm-hmm. fit better. And I'd also like to look a little bit skinnier on 4K television. Okay? That's yeah. the nutrition. Yeah. Everybody yeah. else is like, I want to be more explosive. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be able to run longer. I want to be able to get, I want to be stronger. Me, I'm like... I would like to look better on 4K TV. <laughs> yeah. and there's always this full on, yeah, I'm, I'm in, I'm in. And they go, okay, this is what you got to do. Just like what he's doing with Diggs with the whole mm-hmm. setup. And then as soon as you get to like item three on there, you're like, hmm. Not for me. I think yeah. I'm probably just going to be able to get out of here. But if you have somebody actually making the food for oh, you yeah. and giving it to you, I think that's a bigger deal. I so that's li- okay. Yeah, I literally just, I'm not asking a lot. I just literally, and this is a true thing, just want to not... Pull my back out trying to get my pants off before I have sex. <laughs> that happened to me last night. Those new fucking skinny jeans that are t- they're tighter around Ow. the ankle now. And if you just try to kick them off and you get stuck, what? boom, sciatica. The right side is fucked right now. Sciatica. Right? It's the worst. Just trying to get my pants off so I can what fuck. What a fucking group of humans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, fucking fuck pumping season. <laughs> even fucking hey, at that up time, you just got to lie back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just fuck your pants on next time. Yeah. <laughs> While Gator, you got any uh, resolutions? New dad, maybe? <laughs> uh, to hear less about my father's sex. Uh, hey, shout out to Chris Lydell, Lights Out, who came by today. Who's Chris Lydell? Literally, <laughs> literally scared the piss out of me. Hey, he's going to fucking knock your teeth uh, out next tinkle. time he sees you. Well, he's remember, you're like, Gorman, don't let anybody in the place. So I think my first day here, I was like, come on in. What do you got? And he's like, oh, I'm just here for a McAfee interview. I'm like, oh. Chuck, or, uh, autograph. Chuck brother. Oh. <laughs> what did I say? Chris Lydell. Who was it? Say it again. Say it again. 
What? Say how you think. Now that we're all laughing at how you Chris think. Lydell. Okay, Lydell. give it Chris another Chris lights sh- out Lydell. Try and give it another Chris Lytle. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, he knocks on the door. It's raining out. I'm not 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 letting anybody in because you're the only one in here. I'm the only one in here. Took down some Christmas stuff for you today. Give us uh, the the office a heads up. We those up all year. What are you doing? Just kind of put them back to where they were. (laughs) Am I in trouble for that? I'm a fucking. Yeah, I like them up all year. It gives the place a little personality. All right, well, I took them down. I guess I know what I'm doing after this. (laughs) (laughs) Putting them back up. No, but this guy he knocks on the door and he's got you know he's got ground beef for ears. You know what I mean? I'm like, what is this? I'm watching Deliverance again. And by the way, Lytle, I love you. He's you know now a friend. What's his name? Chris Lytle. Lights out. So yeah. he's like, are the guys here? And I'm like, no, I'm the only one here. And he's like, oh, I'm a friend of Tom's, uh, Todd's, and I'm a friend of Pat's, and I want to, you know, I want to. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, what do I do? Now, right now, I'm squirting myself because I, he, he looks like a fighter, but I let him in. Nice little talk with him this morning. He's got a bare knuckle fight in Cancun in two weeks. That's that's, that's a true story. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, bare yeah, knuckle yeah. fight in Cancun. Yeah, he had one. He's yeah. been in a couple of those. Yeah, he's he, unbelievable. He's an unbelievable man. He just thank God Ty came in. Jeez, <laughs> he's thank a God. he's a very. <laughs> just he knew him, man. <laughs> Want something to drink, sir? Need <laughs> water. Did Matreon come by? No, Matreon wasn't here. But... Is Matreon back there in the? Uh, <laughs> In the in the glass? Yeah, he just walked in. Did he really? <laughs> hey, what's up, Pat? You guys got any ice cold beers here? What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> Anytime Matreon or Lytle show up, it's a uh, it's a situation where you can't do anything. No. We had to cut something out of the show. <laughs> For future reference, I would like it to be known there was nothing that I said. And it was nothing that would ruin our company at all. No, no, no. Nope. No. no. But it gave us this reaction. What we need you to do to win a $500 gift card Ooh. to the patmcviewshow.com store. $500 gift Great card. Great new playoff yeah. merch, too, by the way. Oh, yeah. Great new. It is something hilarious. So if you can guess exactly what happened to lead us to this laugh, you will win a $500. This laugh was going to get cut from the show, but it was too good. The entire office <laughs> lost it. <laughs> I was in full tears. I think you'll hear me say that I'm in full tears. Everybody's, there was five criers in the room <laughs> from laughing too hard. What led, what comment from who led to that situation? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I was pissed. I'm not, I'm not keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> that one go over well. Yeah, that one's not staying. All right, that's the show. Have a good one, Ty Schmidt. Happy New Year. By the way, yeah, mm-hmm. happy new year. and thank you all so much. Yes, without you, there's no way I do that game. Without you, there's no way we do what we do. We're so thankful for you. Uh, have an incredible 2019. We hope you continue to rock with us. Ty Schmidt, hit the music.
Keep 